Who do you think you're fucking dealing with, dumb fuck? Your son has a learning disability and a limp. And <laughs> Limpy's back, baby. <laughs> I know a woman that's going to take him down and put him on a list. <laughs> She's going to put him on a list and shun your whole school community. Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. I, I'm recording this conversation right now on the phone, but when I do... Yeah, yeah, you should record. <laughs> so that's great. Hey, build a dossier of... Um, all these messages, us laughing hysterically, it's time sign up. It's going to be perfect. It's going to read so well down the line. You know, in 10 years, it comes unstuck, and then they start at this. And the first one signs up, and we do, you do a nine. Ha, 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 ha. But you know the thing is? Yeah. It's effectively a timing. A timing error. Yeah, man, exactly. Like, like I had, I had that on the um on that crypto trading bot. Like, the thing went nuts one night, um, and it was just high volatility, and so it put all these orders in, um, and then all of them were hitting the stop loss, and so I wake up and every trade, and they're not huge, but like a couple hundred bucks across six or seven of them overnight. They've all sold out at a like a at a loss, uh, and you're going like, what the fuck? Yeah, but dude, that's a good outcome. Uh, what do you mean it's a good outcome? Well, it's, it's protected you because the bot has picked up on the, what's going on. Do you know what I mean? No, 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 no. But the bot, no. But what's happened is that it's like it's a the the whole all, all the crypto's gone nuts, so it's really really volatile, and then it puts an order in, right? Because it, it goes like, oh, this is great, get in here, and it puts the order in, and then like two <laughs> seconds later, it's it's dropped ten percent because it's it's just so so wild, and then it sold it immediately. But it's not taking any profit because it's not. It's, if it, if in order for for it to uh, uh, for you to make profit um, with this trailing stop loss, it's got to go up ten. Dude, I love it because no, no, I understand that, and you could effectively the bot could go man, uh, manic and yes. just uh, trade a thousand times to make you zero. Exactly, but and and, and all yeah, of them, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they could all be the correct call as well. Like they're all the right call. The bot's like, oh, this is good. Get in, get in this one. It's gonna be, a, uh, it's gonna go nuts, um, and then it does. But it does an hour later after it, and it sold you out a minute in, and you're just sitting there going like, "What the fuck happened? Like, what happened to the bot?" You got to try. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's good to have that though because that that was my error with mine. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I had a, a trailing stop stop loss, I would have exited GA at a fifteen percent loss. Yeah, and I could have been, I could have done the same thing with Ethereum the other day as well. It's that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. It would have worked perfectly. People would have. Yeah, I know. Been, I know it does work because it takes the emotion out, man. It's the emotion that fucking gets you in it because you're sitting there and you're looking at it at five. It just dumped out, and then it would have been like ten percent trailer. Yeah. And that G88 trade, what I didn't mention, was in profit for everyone to start. Like it had run high. If I had a trailing. It hit a dollar twenty, and it, I would have just cashed out at a dollar oh five, and then it was sixty cents. Do you know what I mean? Like it would have been just. Instead, I was in there buying lower, 80, 60, lowering the average. Exactly, because you're you're hedging. You're he exactly, man. I, I was doing the same thing with Ethereum, and like, 
you, you're, you're looking at it and it's like, well, it's dipped below your entry point. You're like, well, it's already below, but I know it's going back up. So I won't sell now for a loss. I'll, I'll just buy more and bring the average down. And you keep doing yeah. that until it's in the mud. And you're like, okay, well, now it's worthless. What the fuck? What have I done? I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I do that so often um, on mine because in the early trading days, because I was so skittish about uh, errors. Like I was like, fuck, I don't want any losses. Like I did that a lot and then I would be borrowing out of better stocks to like get more and more and it, it just, worked. Just a service, a shit one? It worked really well at the start because then they bounced and it's out but then G88 happened and I basically yeah. ended up with like 60% or 80% of it and took a 40% hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, yeah. oh, you fucking basic discipline would have meant that I was yeah. right now. Well, the thing is, if we had done that, I wouldn't have been talking. We wouldn't have set this up because I would have just been, there's no way if I hadn't hit the skids that I would have even done the pod. You know what I mean? Like none of this is this. So it could all work out for the best, Matt. <laughs> Matt yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. When it, when it all it all suddenly makes sense, you're like, oh, it's great that that happened. That's what I was thinking in the car, man. Like after, um, after we were chatting and I, I was driving back up, uh, to my place, um, uh, I was like, "Oh my god! If this comes off, like I could, I could just do that." And then I was like, "And then, and then, what have I got? Like, I'm, it's like, it's, it, yeah, like I said to you, man, it's all, it's all the dreams coming together, in in this beautiful way, which is." I know, man. Should we do the pod now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been recording this. If you send me the link, then it should. Um, I should just be able to keep going. Everything's on the pod now. You can't be in the pod. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna put this in the pod, but I can pull bits of it and use it for something funny, I'm sure. Oh, mate. Okay, well, let me set up. All right. Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. It's my only hope. Okay, Google, turn off the AC. Decide. Yes. Dude, I've got to get food or I'm going to pass out. Man, what were you doing while we were on the phone before? <laughs> I've been wandering around the car park. I, what the fuck? I thought you were going to get food. I thought I was on the phone to you while you were going to <laughs> or from food, fuckhead. Dude. I've, I've just been standing in the sun going like, when does, I need to get off this call so I can go get what? food. Well, fucking get, get food, man. You can go now and do this now. So, well, the thing is now that you record everything, this, is, this, this could be the start of the app. Yes, that's I've what. I've just got to get something, man. I'm yeah. on this keto thing. I'm dipping all meat in sour cream and I'm like <laughs> fucking hungry. <laughs> I've had like, I haven't eaten in 12 hours. I'm losing so much weight. The best. My brain feels starved of carbs, though. Like, you, you don't realize, like, that's what it keeps your brain working. Yeah, I mean, I remember doing uh, keto. And then, uh, the, yeah, the first three days is hellish. And then when you finally get into ketosis, you feel okay. Um, but, man, when, you, when you've done it for a few months and you're like, okay, I can, I can ease off now. Um, I'm, I'm kind of there. And you go back and you get that first Big Mac or you have uh, your first bag of chips. Oh, my God, that feeling is so fucking good. Hello? <laughs> Hello? 
Oh, sorry, it went in my car. I'm actually going now. Finally <laughs> left. No, I was going to say, I know it because I was on Dukan for about two years. What's that? And uh, It's uh, basically the Atkins, but uh, the, the Atkins guy died from Atkins, so it's a slight <laughs> variation. Like, you get a grape once a week to keep you alive. Yeah, Atkins sounds like a disease, but Atkins is just uh, keto uh, with, like, it's keto up the top, and then he switches to yeah. You, you have a grape, like you you get like a little bit of carbs every now and then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, but that guy, that guy died from the diet. He died. <laughs> it didn't work. He's from the diet. Yeah, he died from he died from the malnutrition or whatever the fuck happened. Like system, his, I think his kidneys or liver broke down. Like it's not healthy, man. Like you know what I mean? His cholesterol was through the roof. He fucking was like Oprah. Uh, before she got money, Robert Atkins. just fucked up. I gotta see this guy, man. I gotta see. It's oh, I love how even on Wikipedia they call it a fad diet. I don't know. He died at um, he died at uh seventy two. He had a good run. Uh, he died. Seventy two, huge man. He, dude, you know no, what, hey, what are you talking about? He died, man. He died. He fell on a fucking sidewalk in the, on the ice and split his head open. And then he had a he man. ran into a coma. And you're like, oh, it's malnutrition. It was the diet. <laughs> Dude, he was dizzy on the ice. It was a normal day on the ice. No, man. He didn't even have shakes on. And he wasn't on the ice, man. He was on the sidewalk. He was on the sidewalk and he slipped. Mate, he didn't slip. <laughs> he fell because he was dizzy. But you know what the thing is? I, when I was on uh, Dukan, I lost a shit ton, but then it does affect you, man. Like, creatively, I couldn't think of anything. And I had big black bags under my eyes, and I looked like I was on meth, you know, like <laughs> I was on heroin. And I was like, fuck, you're looking skinny, but, like, people were speculating that I was on drugs. And I was like, nah, it's Dukan, man. I just eat fucking meat. I eat whole turkeys, just in alleyways at lunch. <laughs> I just eat a whole turkey for lunch. That's the thing. There's no limits in quantities. So you'd have, like, a turkey or a string of sausages. Do you know like, how they sell those Frankfurts with 30 in a bag? You would suck those in like Lady in the Trap at lunch. People would see that string just being suckled into your, into your artery. <laughs> that has to be different to because uh, you like it sounds like you're just talking about keto again. But what is what is the difference? Well, Dukan, I think it works out on just plugging your entire parts full of meat, so you uh, can't yeah. put anything more in. So High like, protein, low carb, with four phases, each with specific rules. Oh, okay. But, but you can't, obviously, I think it's unlimited quantity. So I think what ends up happening, your stomach is just overloaded. It's at, like, capacity and, uh, you know what I mean, overflowing with meat. And you actually, but when you breathe, you can see a sausage come out of, come out of your mouth. Man, he, the guy who created it, Pierre Ducan, he was just a GP in Paris, and he, he was banned at 72 um, from practicing as a GP for breaching medical ethics by dis- uh, by prescribing diet pills to his patients in the 70s. <laughs> what happened is he started his clinic, became a Dukin facility, so people would come in with a common cold and they'd go away with a diet plan. Like, they'd be signed up. He's like, I just came to get stitches for my boy who fell on the side of a cabinet. <laughs> And now our whole family's on the Duke. <laughs> Man, you know what I found out the other day is if you uh, crush up Dexies and snort like a real fat line and then breathe out, there's like a, yeah. a mist, a dexamphetamine mist, and it looks like it's a cold day. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I'm a dragon. <laughs> I'm a speed dragon.
I love the dexes, but I when I had them, I used to do it at work at your desk, and it de- definitely probably fed into the fact that people thought I was a drug addict. Wait, were you doing were you doing lines at work? Well, I just find like I just like doing lines. Like it seems it just seems so rock star. Do you know, before you're about to order. Yeah, it's a, it's a it is a lot cooler than um getting out one of those uh like the the weekday pill holders. It's like threatening someone with a fake gun. Like your boss runs over and they're sort of really angry, and then you explain, and all the colleagues look as you point to your prescribed <laughs> medication. <laughs> Man, I love that. I love pointing at the bottle and saying, it says take six. It doesn't say how to take them, actually. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and he, he's looking, explaining, and then he walks away all sheepish, and he goes, oh, I've just uh, potentially got an HR issue for challenging someone with a mental issue that's been hired i mean maybe i don't but you still i don't you're not supposed to snort them no matter how you slice it man like that's not the right move <laughs> <laughs> like, snorting at your desk? no my, my doctor said i had to take these every day and he's like okay but man like you've got your credit card out and you're um you're doing lines and you're like yeah he's a real loose unit this gp <laughs> that, dude it's so good because you you're just doing conventional sort of cliche chat with colleagues. Yeah, I'm in for a late one. Any big plans for the weekend? <laughs> yeah, uh, setting myself up for a, a late night, guys. Got a lot to get through. Any plans for the weekend? Yeah, how's your dog going? Has it still got that fucking uh, fucked up toe? And the whole time it's just... <laughs> <laughs> And they're talking, they're talking normal as they answer, like, yeah, we're going to take the dog down. And you, like, hold that thought and then bend down and do a line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hold that thought with a hand you up. Don't, no, you don't even interrupt them, man. You just let them keep talking. And the, you, you uh, as you come back up, you, you look at their eyes going down from your face to your desk and then back up to your face. And you're like, Matt, what, are you, what was that? And you're like, oh, I've got ADHD. <laughs> but the thing is... It's actually smart because it's a, a more immediate release. It is a more immediate release. And you know what? You can still eat after – well, you can eat first and then you can take them. You're not um, beholden to the, yeah. uh, the the wait period. And it also helps with that dry mouth because a lot of it is your, uh, your process that amphetamine no, that's not, that's not down true. the throat. That's not true. Do you that's, have dry mouth? No, that's, not, that's absolutely not true, man. It's not, that's got nothing what to do, do with it. That has nothing to do with it. There's the, you're not well, getting dry mouth. Blood, why make your blood do... Do what? Sorry, no, cut out. I'm saying why make your blood do uh, any heavy lifting? Like you just go straight to the brain, man. Dump trunk it where it's headed anyway, don't you? Yeah, think? yeah, yeah. That's that's true. But like, like eating them is not causing dry mouth. Where snorting them isn't causing dry mouth. This, you know this what is I mean? what I've always wondered. Why don't they have alcoholic pills where you could just take it and have the experience? You know, just like, incoherent. You just like have three pills. I don't know why they don't have more um, uh, insufflation devices. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was looking to see if, uh, if like intranasal dexamphetamine uh, was a thing. Like if anyone had, had turned, may, maybe come up with a recipe where you get saline and you get dexies and you mix them and you put them in a little spray bottle and pump it up your nose. Um, but they yeah, well that's way cleverer. It's way smarter. They don't, they don't do them. Um, but when when they first put dexies on the market. Um, they were, uh, it was for seasonal allergy relief. Um, and it would come in a snuff box, man. And you would just 
just do a little a little line of speed and they were like oh you got hay fever <laughs> have dexamphetamine you do a little bump <laughs> it's still like those miracle cures what were they called like those the, the ointment you know the salesman that went around and sold it's still largely not 100% known you, you know you know there used to be cocaine in, in coke yeah. or you would have those snake skin salesmen they'll come in a cure-all, cure-all, and it's basically just cocaine yeah. or heroin. Like uh, like Sasha Baron Cohen and um, uh, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Dude, that's it, but it's just been branded up now, but it's still actually the same approach. It was just they found, oh, people feel great on coke. Oh, yeah. you got a sore back, just take heroin. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Does this have any other effects? And it's like, yeah, it's like you're wandering around with your with a balloon for a head. You just sort of wave it around, a helium head. So it's fine, though. <laughs> Your back feels good. I'm like, when I make bad decisions, oh fuck yeah, you will. You'll be totally past it. When your husband, uh, when your husband raises his hand, so you won't even care. You know what I mean? You'll be like, that's fine. There are two real crazy things um, on the speed side and on the opiate side because her- heroin's diamorphine, right? And if you uh, mm. if you look up what its actual use is, like why why have they? It created this and synthesized it and what's it what's its application the the key application for diamorphine is uh treatment for for heroin addicts so it's like you go into a hospital and you're like oh i have a, i'm having withdrawals and they're like okay well we're gonna give you some you got heroin with heroin withdrawals let's give you a little bit of heroin and we'll wean you off it which i think is i think is great that's the How that's the main that? reason they use it heroin with a label and you go, well, if you can't, if it comes in a bottle, your boss won't be upset. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then in the States, uh, they still, you can still get prescribed methamphetamine pills. They, they've they altered the name slightly so it's not methamphetamine, but it is still methamphetamine. Well, this is the thing, dude, because they just changed the chemical strain just enough. No, 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 no. They don't even, I'm saying it's the same one. This is the same one. It's just they use an alternative name uh, like methyl... Methylamphetamine? Methylamphetamine or dimethylamphetamine. Mate, I've just worked out the ultimate scam because this is what happens. You go to a psychiatrist, mm. they put you on this heroin effectively, but then you become everyone's doormat, so you'll never come off it because you become so passive, they keep you drugs forever because, you know, normally you'd stand up for yourself and go, my life's gone to shit, I want off this. But you've been medicated to stay on the line forever because, you know, you become a permanent victim. Is your head like a helium balloon? You're like, it's great, it's great. I just I see this guy every month, and he's just fucking got you on the on the hook yeah, for but- a ski ski resort, ski ski house. Oh wait, so. So you're saying we, uh, we, uh, what, what, what's the scheme? We become the psychiatrist. What, no, what I'm saying to you, I'm saying to you, a psychiatrist does this. Yeah. Because you come in uh, discerning and able to make a proper decision. It's like what I was talking in the last episode that everyone's drunk at a wedding. Mm. You come in and you go, my life sucks. But then the meds they give you, then you ill-equip to ever get off it because you actually, your faculties are, are they short-circuit your decision-making. So, it's very hard to go, I'm going to come off this because, you know, because you become that passive victim because you're on heroin and you're like, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter that the husband's left me because I'm boring now and I've got nothing to say. I'm happy with this. I'm happy with, you're happy with everything, including this cunt service. Yeah, but a psychiatrist isn't putting you on diamorphine. No, but I'm saying they put you on opioids or, do you know what I mean? They put you on something that makes you... Anyway, look, the theories come unstuck because I realised uh, 
Heroin's mainly for pain and, and not in the mind. It's uh, physical yeah. pain. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's why that's why I was getting confused because I'm trying to think of the drugs that they do put you on that do that. That theory doesn't stretch to dexamphetamine because suddenly your your brain's actually working correctly and you can make decisions and you're not just like I'm gonna lie on the couch and uh, maybe have a sleep um, instead of uh, there's that there's a fire in the other <laughs> in the other room. Dude, I completely screwed up because I, I was thinking of a bad back. And then mixture of the mind. Generally, <laughs> and then I thought, oh, this is, I've, I've worked out the scam. It's the perfect fucking hustle. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. But I was just saying, like, most of the drug addicts are created by pain relief in hospitals. Well, thing. that's the opioid thing, right? Is um, the overprescription of, of opioids and then uh, they start cutting them off at some point and then they go looking for for more opioids and they realize quickly that they've been they're taking like 40 to 50 uh endone every day that it's actually a lot cheaper just to get some black tar heroin and put it in a needle that's the natural progress i've got a comedian mates like that shoulder surgery and then um now i was trying to do that other pod that i do and he just won't pick up because he's an addict. <laughs> I mean, he's always out of, he's off his head. He just disappears for two weeks and then reappears. But you know what I mean? You can, you can see the signs. I'm sorry, man. Sorry. Dude, I can't believe now that we do pause while I'm at Coles to shop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this roadcast is great, man. This is how we ramp up this podcast because people will be absolutely saturated if we start. I'm actually looking at fucking chickens now in Coles. And the podcast is on. The podcast is being made. <laughs> well, what Wolfie and I figured out today is that we only need uh, maybe, oh, not that many, only maybe four or five more um, uh, superannuation uh, clients. And then, uh, and then we can do the podcast full time. And then I'll, I'll quit, I'll quit base. I'll move over to WA. Wolfie and I are going to go live in a, in a fucking warehouse, uh, 30 minutes out of the city. The odd couple, dude. The warehouse seems (laughs) awesome. Somewhere that's legally zoned to put carpets, we convert into a palatial New York loft apartment, but it's just got a. A roller door. No one knows it. It's, it's carpet warehouse. It's going to say carpet warehouse outside. Sure things, carpet warehouse. Um, and Mate. then, but that's actually the stepping stone. What Wolfie doesn't know is that uh, my plan is that I get over to WA. We sure we put we put in for the carpet warehouse, and then um, I. I I goad his children into traffic, and then when he has no uh, no family left, um, then we move out, and it's Gus's gumboot gully, baby, and then we have the re- the real party begins. Well, that's the dream, man. <laughs> the real dream is that your kids are murdered on a street, <laughs> dude. And the best thing will be um, we want to get to that final stage where um, oh shit, dude, I'm distracted. I'm paying for my chicken. <laughs> The final stage. I'm just saying, paying for the, the chicken, dude. Mid podcast. What's the um, final stage? Dude, and you know the thing is, we set up our own currency. That's what we want. You love Bitcoin. We'll have our own currency. Oh yeah, sure thing, bucks, man. Our own crypto. The, the drugs eventually get to us, and we spiral off in a rage. Tantrum after a movie night, and we suspend the currency mid 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 count. And they're like, "What do you mean this don't exist?" And we're like, "This leaves you idiot. It's no longer worth anything. We're going. Uh, Josh is going to rehab. I don't care that you've been 
sucking dick and working on the farm for a bag of leaves. It's not a valid currency. The thing's been terminated. The whole area is being fugitated and shut down by the government. You idiots. You should have fought harder when it was like Waco. When we were surrounded, I told you, take that gun and wipe that bitch out with the the, the metal, the full metal jacket. I like the idea that we've we've finally onboarded uh, enough people that we've become a significant super fund and a, maybe even a publicly trading company. And then we, yeah, we go out in a in a rage at the end of it. It turns into Waco. We're gunned down in the street, and then uh, everyone shows up because they're like, "How do we get our superannuation back out of this fund?" And then we've got uh, whoever our power of attorney is there, and they've got uh, they're reading through it and they're going, "Look, guys." Um, all your uh, all of your superannuation has been turned into sure thing bucks, and I've got a big stack of it here. <laughs> Dude, you We're actually getting proper clients. We can't do this. This is, this is not. Oh yeah, yeah. We pay them all back in Pokemon cards, and we're like, you've got to open them. You're definitely gonna have the cherry juice or whatever good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I prefer the, the fact that the government raids us and we all look like that little kid off Mad Max that ran out of the desert. <laughs> what has been going on here? And it's like, we don't know, dude. The podcast blurred with real life. We didn't know if we were recording or if we were in an animation. He's drugged up. He's been snorting. I don't know what's going on. I said, I don't know what's real. I think I've been living on sand and, and sweat. I don't know how we've lived out here in the desert for so long. And they're like, what is this shit? And we're like, there's children running everywhere. And I'm like, I think most of them are mine. I don't know what I'm doing. There's 400 kids. I'm like, I think it was part of the sign-on thing. The sign-on bonus. I'm so sorry. I don't know what I've been doing. Al- Alice anyway, is... Dude, we're not doing that with people's super, man. No, of course we're not. Our listeners have to realize that if um, if we can make the podcast financially viable, any money that we do make is is going to be uh, put back into the podcast in really obscure ways. And I think having having a, a Gus's Gumboot Gully compound uh, out in the middle of nowhere, where we can, uh, if you if you if you're sick of the nine to five. You can come and live on the farm with us in bunk beds. We've got, and it's gonna be it's gonna be Project Mayhem, Fight Club style, uh, and we just record podcasts all day and trade. We'll, we'll be the only uh, compound with its own inbuilt Centrelink <laughs> and inside Centrelink to Hungry Jack. It's like, dude, there's Hungry Jacks in there. Oh no, it'll be a keto. I'll have a franchise for keto where you just dip meat in sour cream. And that's all you eat. No way, man. If we're uh, if we're doing Gus's Gumboot Gully, um, this is the this is the flaw with Gus's Gumboot Gully that I've thought of, uh, is that small towns there's no um, there's no trim, you know. Yeah. So you end up out there and you're like, this is great. I'm living the life. I've got my solar panels. It's it's beautiful. Um, I, I just hang out, do what I want. This is perfect um but then day four or five you're like oh man heading to town see uh see what the local action's all about and you realize that there's absolutely nothing and then you give up man you're not doing keto at that point it's uh it's mcdonald's it's mcdonald's in the compound because who are we impressing i've just had the, the greatest idea no one's thought to do it is set up franchises in the centrelink you've got hungry jack you've got a bar <laughs> so you get your check and you're straight in there there's a fucking I want it. One day they're going to get a pokey into the Centrelink. That's the dream. Short thing pokey in Centrelink. As they go, what do you mean? We're getting a family bonus for a house. And they're like, let me just see how big that house is going to be. I'm going to have a little go on the, the Queen of the Nile and see what happens. 
Man, that's the trick, dude. I, why does Services Australia not operate their own gambling facility um, with a reward system? So, you, you you know, you give out the Centrelink bucks cash oh. uh, and then they can walk across to the pokies room um, and then they gamble it all away and then uh, they're like a little food stamp pops out and they go, oh, dude, great, I can still subsist. And we get the money back. It's sick. It's not going to Nathan Lyon. So basically what happens is it's, it's a fake gambling thing. You could win. But generally, it's just pocketing the money and it spits back out food coupons yeah, and petrol things. Exactly, and, so and like school uniforms and uh, and fuel for you. Dude, and you get the rush. Oh, mate, that is such. This is such a good idea because so many people on Centrelink have gambling problems. So you're not gambling for money, but you go into Centrelink and they know you're just going to blow it anyway on the pokey. Yeah. So you can gamble for more uh, more food coupons. So you're like. I'll take my five food coupons and try triplets so I can have fucking feet and I get extra school uniforms. So, you know what I mean? You catch them beforehand. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like they, gamble, they gamble their own produce and then they walk away going, fuck, dude, I've got insurance for 30 years. I fucking got medical insurance <laughs> from the post. That would be so I'm great, so man. The, th- the rewards you could put in there would be perfect because you have the, you still lure them in with the cash. You go like, yeah, mate, you see, like, we've got, we got a jackpot. It's 10 grand. And you're like, oh, mate, I'll fucking put my Centrelink money on that. And all you all you effectively do is you're just you're taking out the middleman. So that's where you that's where you make the money back. Like, Services Australia is just taking the clip that... Um, dude, fuck that clever and... So what happens is there is a ten grand payout, yeah. but effectively the money is converted into uh, food or school or uniform coupons. Yeah. So you you get to gamble it, but you you get forced to trap those uh, addicts that are gambling addicts. It's great, man. And then they're uh, like they 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 fucking. They're, not sit- they're sitting on there and they come out and they're like, Daryl, what'd you win, mate? And he's like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, I've, blo- I've blown it all. But look, I've got a loan repayment voucher that I can use for my credit card. <laughs> 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 you, mate, you trick him. And you know what? Is the, the best thing is that you've, because you're tracking uh, you're tracking everything with Services Australia, like they're, they're hooked into your bank account. They know what you're doing. They know yeah. what you're spending it on. So they tailor the payouts to specifically the things you've not been covering. They're like, oh, look, he's not paying his AGL bill we're going to give him an electricity coupon like his, his family's cold man oh mate <laughs> and then you know what happens you, you the divorce rate plummets because suddenly he's the best dad in the world fuck he's gone above and beyond we've got nine running shoes we've got training equipment the boys have got tennis balls and all the shit they, they needed because he's had a big loss on the pokey <laughs> yeah, and he's like yeah, yeah. he's pissed off but he's like we got medical insurance now, love. Yeah, we, oh, fuck. We can, get, we can get your teeth fixed. It's all going to be good now. All jokes aside, this is actually the, the loophole because they get the gambling experience and there's the 10 grand potential payout, mm. but you force them to be responsible. And you don't you don't patronise them by me saying just, well, look, he's always going to gamble. So let him have a punt. He enjoys it. <laughs> he needs a punt. Well, man, this is the fun. this is the thing, uh, and we keep coming back to this, but I feel like all of our all of our idea ideas circle this. Uh, not sorry for the pun, uh, but do circle this drain, right? Because I was just thinking, well, why don't you have yeah. Services Australia uh, operating their own chain of BWS? You know, like they should have the bottle shops. And then I started to realize that what you and I are actually once again imagining is a com- it's a communist uh, credit system. <laughs> 
We're like, why don't we just have services Australia run the pokies, run the bottle shop? They can do your insurance and credit card and and everything, mate. Just have, they can do everything. And it, yeah, it's just uh, it's the communist manifesto all over again, man. Mate, I always liked that. The more I realised it, I, I always lean that way when I actually think of the logic. Like, just do less. Government does everything. Just just take care of me. Yeah. I want to because you know you know I was actually thinking about it. I'm so sick of admin. Like often when I imagine dying, I always, I immediately follow it with relief, thinking like I'll never have to do a tax return again. I just mm. imagine like an ACO person nailing a tax return to my coffin. I'm like, you can't get me now. I'm fucking done. No more paperwork. No more fucking utility bills. I'm like, I'm dirt now. Leave me the fuck alone. Like immediately the thought of death is cured and elixir with the immediate thought that I won't have a misdirect with Australia Post ever again, and I won't get badgered about my registration. There, you, you got too many demerit points. I'm like, I'm dead. You can't touch me now, cunt. It's the greatest. It's actually a great high. Followed by, you know, first by dread, shit, I don't exist anymore. Yeah. And then the release of, like, no more paperwork ever. Yeah. Fucking what a joy, man. I know. That's, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking that we... we 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 can definitely come up with a better economic system. I was um I was thinking about uh, uh universal basic income again, and it just it just makes so much sense um to have to have the UBI um to have the high tax rates, and then uh you you just you, you have income on top of that. So when you when you're pushed or not even pushed, man, like it's self motivating, and people do self-motivate like the majority of people who contribute already like they're going to contribute no matter what um you introduce the ubi and you give them the freedom to go like oh great well i don't have to worry now um they sit around for a couple weeks um doing nothing and then a couple weeks later they're like oh man maybe maybe i will get a bit extra i'll go out and uh, do some do some logging or they're like oh i've got i've got this idea for it you know what you're doing creating an entire population of of X, X Factor contestants, God, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a great singer <laughs> because they won't get the reality check. They're like, I'm gonna sing forever. I'm gonna sing forever. I'll be like, you fucking fuck. And they'll be like, no one steps on my dream. Like they won't have to own to their dream and go like, dude, cats run out of the room when you're singing. You can't sing. And they'll be like, my dream's real. You've just got to believe. you got to manifest it. That's the start, man. I do think that's the start, but I think that it, it's, it's, it is self-regulating because then, like, uh, everyone goes out and they're like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to do, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the greatest artist of all time. But then their friends, uh, the smart ones start cottoning on to the fact that like u- universal basic income is good, but now they can go, uh, and do, uh, like work they would have been doing before and effectively double their income. The dreams, the dreams drop away, but you've always got the op- option there of you, you, you remove the element of, um, oh, yeah, if this had worked out, I would have been a great X or Y. Like, it's gone now. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you get the best potential out of people and think about the, the, the whole purpose of being a human is to procreate. And there'll be a stigma around being on basic income. You're not going down to the, the pokies or the bar, the nightclub, and they go, what do you do? And you're like, I'm on basic income. <laughs> like, no one's going to say that. Their desire will eventually be like, I've got to go and set something up yeah. because no one wants to be with me because I'm on basic income. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm fucking dead shit. And I, I want to try have, 
I want to grab brass, you know? So I've got to fucking go and set up this wood chipping business. So they go, oh, my God, he's on basic income. What a fuckhead. But you know what the thing is that overarches? It's a question of humanity because if you truly believe and you've got compassion and you love people, then there's no way that you should, unless you buy into the capitalist lie, you know, that I earned it and they didn't get it. Yeah. You should not be able to sit on your infinity balcony, looking at your pool, having a steak, while you know that other people in the world are screaming as their son dies of starvation, like that knowledge means that it should be a joyless, if you actually had a heart, right? Mm. If you buy into the capitalist myth, you're like, well, I hate it. Some people have to die. <laughs> Not everyone gets a good life. But if you actually step beyond that, you want everyone to be happy. How can you truly be happy in the knowledge that some person's screaming right now as they die while you jet off to your, your private island, it speaks volumes about the, the core nature of a human, man. They're despicable. And, but basic income is the elixir to this. It's the acceptance that, okay, even if I made a billion dollars, I could truly never be happy in the knowledge that some poor fucking kid's not getting Christmas present. Like, that's pretty, that's awful, dude. How can you be happy in that world when we can treat other humans like that? Yeah. How can you ever be happy? You can't. You can get a, a Porsche. You can never truly be happy if you actually uh, avoid your, uh, you know, and accept your responsibility as a human rather than just saying, well, survival of the fittest, yeah. capitalism, I fucking Gina Reinhardt, I get to shit in my spa and sit on $8 billion where I can only use, and a portion of it is just idle, gathering dust. Like, how can she surely be a happy person? If you're not a sociopath, there's no way you can reconcile those things in your head. Like, man, what, like, what's fucking Bezos's uh, net worth is like 140 billion at the moment, right? And that man, that's yeah. uh, that is 1.1.6 million like people's annual salary, like the median Australian wage. 1.6 million. That's so. Oh, mate. <laughs> And he's like, and it's like, but what are you doing with that money, man? Like, what, what are you, I, I, what, okay, the first billion, you can, I can almost understand. But what are you doing with the remaining 139 billion? Why wouldn't you become Santa Claus? You know how Bill Murray and Tom Hanks just rock up at people's weddings and they go, shh, no one would believe you. I mean, if I had that money, more than sports cars would be the, the moment of just going into destitute areas, knocking on the door and going like, give me your mortgage. Give me the school fees. Check that bag. There's $1.2 million. You're done, mate. I, the fucking pain's over. I'm so sorry. I know you're a, a drug addict with a gambling problem. So the money's going to disappear <laughs> within 10 minutes. But I'm like, your problems are over. You know, I used to do it with homeless people. Like, you give them a dollar, but it's subsistence. I would occasionally do it, and you just draw out, like, 200 pounds and just go, get fucking. You're probably going to overdose, man, but fucking. The problem's fixed for a week. <laughs> this is your fucking holiday cut. Giddy up, motherfucker. I'm like, there's 200 pounds. <laughs> I'm like, there's 200 pounds. And then you step over him the next day because he's overdosed on heroin because he's got a big batch. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's perfect because then you can reach into his pocket and you, t you can take your money and, uh, and your produce back. You can be like, great. So really, it still only comes out to about 50 pounds once you get... Well, mate, hey... <laughs> You actually take out his uh, social security card and then you, you go and start lodging that and you put him into a, a barrel 
an acid barrel like Snowtown man. Exactly, man. You take it. You've got a uh, yeah. You've got disability coming in for him. Uh, you do. You're doing loans in his name that they can never claw back. And boom, that's your working capital right there. And that's how you leverage up to becoming Bezos. And then you're fucking perfect, man. Even like even Bill Gates was uh, like he lasted for what tw- fifteen, maybe ten, fifteen years before. He was like, okay, I've got to do something. And then he's out there like, oh, yeah, we're curing malaria. Like, it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they're fu- like, and he's almost done it. Uh, while Bezos is like, nah, I wonder, I wonder how we can squeeze out the rest of the, uh, the mum and dad retail stores. How can we really destroy no. the remaining brick and mortar businesses globally? Do you know what I love? That, that utopian theory that you can cure malaria. But basically, he probably invented COVID because nature responds. So it was like, oh, for fuck's sake, malaria's not working anymore. COVID's coming. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a living being. It's a conscious being. It's like, this Bill Gates fucking cunt has has killed our racket. Malaria's over. Well, fucking have some COVID then. Jesus Christ, Gates, you idiot. There's a natural balance in the ecosystem, you fucking dumb cunt. Do you know what I mean? Be realistic about the balance. You know, like that, that's the other problem with all these theories is, is the balance, does it exist in the way it does? You know what I mean? Is nature omnipotent and it's being done for a reason? Like everything, you know, mm. COVID or, you know what I mean? Like, can you actually create a utopia where everyone's on a minimum wage, basic income, everyone's cruising around, everyone has a happy life? Maybe, you know, this is the big question. Is everyone entitled to, some people may, might not be entitled to a happy life. Maybe that's the way the world's made. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Some must score and others must fall. But I mean, that's uh, I, th- I think the uh, the like communist countries and the fall of communism is the like it's a it's a finger pointing. You know what I mean? Like you can point your finger at that and go, well, they they tried it. It didn't work. Why didn't it work? And it's like greed. Someone's greed will always get in the way. And think think about the idea because you you've. You can't feel joy without feeling pain. So the rich don't feel wealthy unless there's an underclass, and the underclass needs someone to blame. Do you know it's perfectly balanced? If it was, if you middleized it off, you would have to accept that you failed because you're uh, mediocre. Do you know what I mean? But mm. with the rich class, these dumb fucks that probably would never amount to anything have a convenient excuse, like I'm blaming Reinhardt. I'm like, oh, I would have, I would have been fucking Reinhardt. But you know what I mean? If, if you if you measured that down a bit and Reinhardt didn't exist because you weren't allowed to go to that level mm. and you were lower, you would remove contentment because, do you know what I mean? Like there's no highs or lows and then there's nothing, right? So there, mm. there's, the idea of smoothing the curve or flattening the curve <laughs> is flawed and that's why Sweden were right. Sweden were right. I fucking won my argument. I found a logical loop. No, I think I think I think there is something to that, but I also think once you've uh, if you're providing for everyone's basic needs um, and they can shoot over and above it, you know, like it's it's probably it's probably quite different um, to uh, like a because uh, because the, the communist system is like look everyone is allocated X and it doesn't matter what you do you're only allocated 
X and you yeah. like you like yeah that's you're str- sweeping the street and you are um you sit in an office all day and uh, you got to taste all the ice cream like that's your job and the sweet streeper guy is like well why don't I get paid more and that's that's the problem is the inequality like that's inequality in the other way um but I think with UB I think with something like UBI where it's a system of uh, uh that like that you have a bar set at a h- certain height and you or it's, it's effectively a trampoline. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're, yeah, never, yeah. you're never going to hit the ground. Um, so you're, so you're golden. Like you can always, even if you want to, you can just lie down on the trampoline. Uh, but if, if you so want, right, man, right. you can leap and you can jump and you can try, mate, you can still try grab the apple off the tree. If you jump high enough. Dude, it's the trampoline. All it is, is we grew up with trampolines just with springs. Now the kids have the nets. That's all you got. You can still do flips, you can still be crazy, or you can lie on the tramp, but that basic net means that no uh, cunt's going to hospital in an ambulance, so like that's a great outcome. Do you think that's the... Uh, is, <laughs> is it a negative that you don't have a, a kid uh, experiencing what it's like to get one of those springs like uh, fucking poking through his scrotum because he fell off there? I still think there should be a stigma around it because the true motivator is social acceptance. So I think like people on basic income should have to wander around dressed like a clown or have like a bobo nose on, so that you could so that they were identifiable. Yeah, but man, there is there is a stigma. There's even stigma with the trampoline man. Like even the trampoline has stigma because people drive past them all the time and they go, "Oh, mate, when I was a kid, trampoline didn't have one of those fucking nets because we weren't cowards, mate." And you're like, what are you, like, there's a stigma there, but why? Like, why are you angry that the, that someone figured out how to make it without a spring? <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> but the stigma exists no matter what. You can never get rid of that. I know, but I'm saying it should be actually viewable so that there's a real incentivized, like, you do live free, you can lie on the tramp, but everyone knows that you lie on the tramp, like, because you've got clown shoes on and, like, <laughs> you, have, you know? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So they're like, you can live like that, but you can't, Conceal it, and then I think I'd be happy with it. You can't go to a barbecue and just go, what's been up? Oh, you know, working so hard and lying to go to nightclubs. You have to have a tag, like a slave tag, so I know, oh, he's on basic income. Fuck. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, but why not, man? That's like the ultimate grift is you have effectively concealed that you're only on UBI and you don't care. Like you're so charming and uh, you present yourself so well that people are like, oh, mate, he must be he must be a high flyer. He's got something going on. He's got one of those juicy apples. And you're not like you're actually just going back home to your uh, to your cube house and you in the in the in the cube tower and you you get into your cube bed and uh, and and it's just as what like watch the watch the UBI trickle into your uh, Westpac account. Do you know what we were just saying is that the whole argument, you're saying like we want the government to do it, mm. but the ultra wealthy could facilitate that. You know, they've got this idea, oh, 100, 100, 100 club or whatever it is, you give all your wealth over 100 years or, you know what I mean, before you die, you hand over your wealth. Yeah. Do you know this agreement? Yeah. They've all signed up. But effectively, they all, because they've got egos, they want... Gates wants to be IQ with malaria. I want that in my fucking Wikipedia page. But what they should really do is they should fund the the universal basic income. Well, of course they should. Go, the of course they everyone. should, man. But that's no, but, but not through tax. No, but that's what I, that's what I, what I was about to say though is that man they should uh, they should just be taxed appropriately. 
You know what I mean? No. Why am I getting fucking grilled for tax? Jeff Bezos is not paying tax. What? Why is Amazon getting away with paying no tax while I'm getting fucking grilled by the ATO for my rece- for my fucking fuel receipts? Well, mate, it's because you committed tax fraud, <laughs> so you have to deal with what you've done. <laughs> but listen to this. Listen mate, to get this. On the, are you on the I'm Zoom yet? Are you back? Get on the fucking Zoom. Dude, now I'm eating chicken in my car because we're doing the podcast. Get on, uh, go upstairs and get on the Zoom. We've done 40 minutes over the phone. Dude, let let me just explain something, though. I don't want, um, it's like when the government tells you you have to use your seatbelt. I'll stop using it because I'm like, get off, of course I'm going to use my seatbelt, you fuckhead. I'm, I'm like, this has to rise up from human compassion, not through regulation. And that's the big folly. And it all ties into, no, wait, it all ties into Chappelle's argument where he entered that contract for the Chappelle show mm-hmm. and they, he said, yes, you are valid. But he goes, but wouldn't it be right to pay me? That's what the argument should be. Yes, you can work the system and not pay tax base But really, once you've got $6 billion, wouldn't why wouldn't you just do it? Because you just like, why wouldn't you just put good karma and good energy into this universe? Because you don't like, become a uh, 140 billionaire without be- being a psychopath or a sociopath, but probably a psychopath, man. Like that's why all of those guys, every story is about how they're like screaming and throwing a fucking grapefruit at someone's head because they because they showed up they showed up to work three minutes late because uh, they've been pulling 18 hour days and then they're fucking covered in grapefruit Dude, 100% but, but the reason it happens is because people are sold capitalism at a young age and they buy into the life yeah. that I earn it so I get it that's not what a kid's like when they're born no that's taught it's like well like you're in the play, you're in the sandpit, and you're like, "Well, I'm better than them all, so I've got all the toys." Yes, that's capitalism. You're taught to share, but then you slowly learn and you abject your own morality because you go, "You know what? Well, I won the game. I won the game. Rotten hell, can't burn in hell. Yeah. Your kids don't go to uni. You fucking die of starvation, Africa. I won that fucking game. I'm like, the game's a lie, fuckhead. It was made up by disgusting people." You fucking asshole, you vermin. That's the truth. Man, I've but got anyway, a, be- I've got a better idea, dude. I've got a better idea, right? Because you, you don't want the government to uh, take control. Um, wait, are you going upstairs to get on the thing? No, dude, I'm still, on, um, I'm still eating chicken <sighs> in the aircon. Hurry the fuck up. What I was going to say... Dude, this is the new pod. No, it's not. Are we not doing this fucking podcast with you on a f- cell phone? Um, but, but I'm going mobile, <laughs> <laughs> but man, what, what all we need to do, right? Okay. Cause you don't, you don't want the government to, to be doling it out and you don't want it to be through tax. So mate, let's, let's rebrand. Okay. It's not the government anymore. It's, um, it's Dave and oh mate, Dave's a good bloke and Dave's the one who's taking care of it all. You're getting paid by Dave. Oh mate, Dave's come oh, round. Dave He's got you got great. you got too much money, man. Dave's Dave's here. Hey J- Jeff, mate, Dave, Dave's got his hand out, man. He's coming around. He's coming. Look, he's come to pick up some of your cash, man. He, but he's a good dude, bloke. This is Dave guy. I, I quite like the sound of this dude. <laughs> like to hang out with him. This is cool, hey. Man, wouldn't you trust? Uh, wouldn't you trust anything more? Any like anything the government did more? Any of their policies if they were renamed to Dave? Because Dave's a good bloke. You know what the, the core question is. Do you need the government, or are you pre-ordained besides psychopaths? Is it already wired in you to do all the right things? Like, I would have worn my seatbelt, but some cunt told me I, can't, I have to, so I don't anymore. And I'm like, how good would this place be 
if you followed your true instinct. You know, it's like religion. They, they tell you, you got to do this, you got to do that. Everyone knows that. It's already written in your ethics, but you've got it in your morality. You just feel that. Or do you learn it from your parents? I don't know. I think innate for people, you feel that way. And then you're patronized and explained, oh, you got to do that, you got to do this. And you're like, you just get regulated. And I'm like, but how much of this would have existed without interference is the question. I think, Probably none. Well, I think the... Uh... I think you do default back to tribalism, you know, um, because you can only... Yeah, 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 that's a good point. And the, the problem is that, uh, the uh, like, a human can only really... They can only really hold the concept of a certain number of people in their heads, you know? Once a community... I, th- I think it's about 100 or 150 people. Once a community uh, reaches that size and grows over that size, um, uh, it... It's it starts to show signs of dysfunction. Dude, how funny is that? You're in a small village, you hit 150, 151 babies born, and everyone's like, "What baby? <laughs> I don't see any babies." <laughs> and they go, "She's had a baby." I'm like, "I don't know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> I don't see a baby." <laughs> so from that, uh, obviously, there's like Venn diagrams there. So you know, like you're 150, and another person's 150, and there's overlap, and there's some difference. Um, uh, but past that 150 point is where you start to see splintering. And then from that, eventually it gets so big that uh, 150 people fuck off. Oh, dude, you just explained it to me. It makes sense because, uh, if you gather enough sheep, you need a fence, right? Yes. You can't just use the dog. Yes. And there, there is the perfect analogy of why you need government because sheep can be a, a little kelpie can move them around, but truly... To herd that number, you need a fence, really, to stay on top of these little dumb shit. Hey, there's, there's, there's a little thumb. And also because you reach a point, I think, um, like past that 150, uh, and you know that 150, and you trust that 150, but then when it starts getting up to 500, uh, and you're, you know, you're down at the, uh, you're down at the fucking food tent. Um, and you're, you're yeah. getting food, you go and you look, you're looking around, you're like, I don't really know these people that, like, who are in the food tent at this lunchtime. And then you, and then you take, you're like, fuck them. I, I, I don't know these people. You take two of them, man. But if you know everyone, it's much harder for you to be a rotten apple. You just fucked us, man, because you capped Gus's Gumboot Valley now at 150. Anything else is a lie. Mm. And it's outside of our philosophy. Unless We have 300 there. 150 will know we're lying to them. And they're not engaged in the village. No, this is that's a that's a fallacy. That's where we uh, past one hundred and fifty. What I've actually done is I have allowed us to set up our own small government to manage uh, separate franchises. Oh, <laughs> mate, we, well, we've got a mayor and a councillor. Yeah. And oh, dude, do you know what I've just realised? This uh, animal farm, as I'll call it, <laughs> Augustus, that we need to establish is. What we should actually do with any money generated from sure thing is to create an artificial utopia with like 300 people in this mini village, a universal basic income that comes from trading streams. Oh, yes. And, um, and, and the whole thing, you create a microcosm and you, you try to structure it and just do like a Stanford prison experiment and then realize, oh, my, no, our logic was so naive. They fucking killed half of them. It's awful. It's awful. And you just one night you're gonna run off and you try to burn it down. You're like, it's an abomination. It went bad, man. The government's actually real good. 
It's perfect. We're going to uh, we're we're aiming for Waco, is what we're doing. We're going for Waco, man. <laughs> Our own Australian Waco. That's what I like. The argument they go overregulated. I hate it. I'm like, go into the deepest, of dark Africa or one of these countries that's, that has no law, mm. and see how shit scared you are. You're like, fuck. I want to put on my bike helmet. Where is anyone? This is scary shit. You know what I mean? The government's all corrupt. There's no police force. Suddenly, you really shit your pace. Play, uh, and you long for a bit of bureaucracy. You're like, holy shit, I'm unsafe at night. There's a pack of marauding rapists. What the <laughs> fuck are we going to do? Well, and like you look at the uh, example of cartels, right, um, where you, you, they start out small and then they uh, grow and they monopolize a market through drug trafficking. And you think that they would have their own, uh, even, even if... Um, you look at them as an isolated group and think, okay, well, everyone else around them, all the killings, all the beheadings, all the deaths, that's all uh, uh, superfluous to that group because the group is happy and that's what they care about. But when they grow too big, then they start splintering off as well and they start fucking each other over and then you've got multiple cartels and they're all going out to hurt. It's like, man, all of you, all you want to do is sell heroin and cocaine and get the money but there's five different fucking group why are there five group why wouldn't you just join together and be one because you can't man you can't do that it doesn't work it's like the fucking crime families and the the mafia crime families you, they, they've got you've got several of them and then they've got like they're all they're all at the table and you've got the head crime family and then what happens someone gets fucking whacked man every movie that's what happens someone gets whacked you know why because they're like they're like he's looking at me he's looking at me funny He's looking at my funny and he's going, he's got a bung eye, you asshole. He looks at everyone funny, you dumb fuck. You just whacked a crime boss. He's a, he's a kappa, you fucking moron. He's like, he looked at me funny. But you know what the thing I find weird with the cartels is that they've never franchised or, like, not within the drug thing, but you'd think with that amount of money that you would be able to link them to Jim's mowing or something else. Like, they would set up other uh, McDonald's. But then I realised that might be Big Pharma. And the bank. I'm pretty sure that that might actually be what HSBC is. Oh, I mean, effectively, what right? Heard. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it just? Uh... It's a drug cartel front for money laundering. Well, yeah. Any any time you've got uh, uh, like a, a kind of shitty organization like that, so how are they not analogous to a cartel man with what they're doing? You know, like they're fucking... no. But I'm paying to you. I'm paying to you. A lion's share of HSBC's money comes from ill-gotten gains. Like they've been caught out a hundred yeah, times. Of course, laundering and triads and. In essence, HSBC is a cartel franchise. It's just not formalized. Are you go get on Zoom? Dude, where's my fucking chicken? Get on Zoom, motherfucker. Dude, I'm in the car now. I don't know where the chicken is. I think I left it in an alley. I was eating in an alley. This is the new roaming pod. I wonder with my phone on death door. I hate that. I I can't believe that these people have now had to listen to an hour of you on your fucking phone because you were so disorganized you couldn't get lunch. Dude, it's a roaming pod. I've been eating chicken and you know what? The ideas have flown. That chicken, (laughs) straight to the head. It's perfect, baby. We've got to... I've got to always have a raw chicken and be walking the streets. That's where it happens. Oh, it was a raw tiger, was it? Is that what it was? No, no, a raw chicken from Coles. Yeah. Ten dollar chicken. Yeah, a raw tiger. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You've got the salmonella has infected your synapses, and it's uh, mate, mate, they're all firing. Why is there always fucking liquid at the bottom? I'm like, what's going on? They must freeze them. Yeah, it's freezing and and blood and uh, mate, lots of stuff. I'm sure. Grease, meat juice. But you know those. 
The, 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 the cold chickens are almost like KFC, like almost unedible the next day. There's just a jelly wrapped around it. And you're like, what the fuck is this chicken, dude? You're talking about the it's hot It's only ones, good right? for that small window when it's hot. Yeah. But the next day, the full lie is revealed. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't a chicken. This is a small woman from Nigeria. Yeah, man. It's congealing. It's disgusting. It's horrible. Delete that. <laughs> the Nigeria bit. Yeah, yeah, it's such a poor risk. <laughs> <laughs> Please get on the fucking... Uh... Okay, well, I'll hang up now, okay, man. hurry up. But we've almost finished the pod anyway. We should just do hot tips. Fuck off. We haven't, man. We haven't. We've got two hours left. Tips of the week. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking hungry. But I can still hear you. Hang up. You hang up, cunt. Get on the thing. You hang out. <laughs> yeah. We've all made mistakes. Like that time you left your Subway sub card at home and missed out on earning your rewards dollars that can be used as credit in store and online. And like that time we were flying a convicted pedophile from city to city for school tours and commercials between January of 2000 and April 2015. And now we're choosing to make it right. With a free cookie with every sub ordered through the Subway app until the end of the year. Choose to forgive and choose to get a free cookie with your next chicken and bacon ranch melt. Subway is fresh! Welcome to your life. Your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on. That's like the fourth time I've done that. <laughs> while Mate. you've been away. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man. Oh, I, I realise. And you fucking that, sell gum. Oh, dude, what's that sound? <laughs> I'm the sheriff and you fucking sell gum boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are you recording now? Yeah, man. I've realised when yeah. I hear that song now that you didn't change it that much. I was just like, hang on. No, I didn't change just, the first one. He just sung one. the song in a weird voice. Hold on. <laughs> The first one is the normal one, right? The intro. Yeah. And then the second one I did is at the uh, at the end has different oh, lyrics. Oh, dude, because I, I never I never listened to it. <laughs> I only listened to the start. So I was like, I thought, hang on. I, I, I tell you, oh, this is incredible lyrics. And then I've realized, oh, it was like that dickhead with uh, cranberry juice on a skateboard. Like, this song's been around forever. Just fucking download it. What were their you, names? You didn't think that... No, there's no way that you thought the whole time that I had written the lyrics to Everybody Wants to no, Rule the World by Tears I, for Fears. I, I knew that you hadn't uh, I knew you hadn't written it, but I thought I thought you'd changed the words. For the first one with their lyrics. Mate, I I only the thing was what I'm saying to you is that it's like um I never listened to the pod. So sometimes people message me and go like, oh, private, uh, this episode or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know w what any of these episodes are called, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I don't realise I'm on a podcast. I'm like, what the fuck 
I don't know the bit. Do you know, like, they remember a bit and quote it? Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? What? Because the, they ref, refer it as if I know the filing system. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, what well, episode, he, what Wolfie's very uninvolved after, uh, after Mate, the but what I'm off. saying to you, I thought you had done it. Do you know, like, when they had the Fleetwood Mac uh, song and then it was like... The, the example, right, where everyone was like, it just sort of rebirthed it, but it was basically people liked the song, right? Well, the thing and that's confusing is that you said to me when I first sent it to you, you were like, oh, this is perfect. It fits perfectly. And I was like, yeah, it, d- it does fit perfectly. Like I, I, when I listened to it, it, it jumped out at me and was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's the podcast yes. song. Yes. And mate, the whole time you, you thought. You had a, you didn't send me the original. I you did. Sent me the, I the did send you one. the original. No, but you also sent me the clothes one that messes around with the words. That's the only one I ever heard. <laughs> well, you gave great feedback on the first one that you didn't listen to then. <laughs> what do you mean? I heard, I heard you said fully leveraged. No, I knew that we had I, – I, I'm too dumb to realise there was a difference, man. I just listened to the, the next one that you linked and I was like, leverage your home, full equity, margin call. And I was like, oh, he's killed it. <laughs> That was the one you said you didn't prefer. You said you preferred the first one. I assume, all yeah, I assume so is that you didn't actually listen to either one. You didn't listen to either one. You were like, mate, the first one was the best. It was really good. <laughs> Dude, I've got a very low threshold for happiness. I was just like, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> like, That's why I can get led astray by losers. They're, I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, we'll do a, a split bill and uh, I dress as a clown and then we do blackface at the end. Yeah, it seems all right. It'd be funny. It's ironic. I'm like, and then the sales are bad and then people are, I sort of go down. It happened to me a lot early in comedy. Yeah. Because I remember after Raw when I went mental because I hadn't won. And um, people goaded me into like, fucking post it, man, post it. And then I woke up dry, I hung over and I was like, fuck, what did I post? And then I realised I didn't post that. Some <laughs> fucking little villain whispered in my ear when I was wasted. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's, it does seem funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> hey, I'll do it. And then when I was sober, I was like, I don't think I even wrote it. They just whispered in my ear, type this. Man, it's amazing that at some point the Melbourne Comedy Festival thought you were worth investing in. Well, mate, they're going to they're gonna invest again once I get my um, patch from the Mongols uh, bikey. <laughs> Do you know oh, what's going to happen is, you, you know, uh, if I get my way, we, we patch, then I'm on the gala, and then eventually I'll take Pro- Proven's spot, and it'll be run by uh, a, a bikey gang, and it'll be a very different <laughs> festival, probably for the better, but there'll be a very different uh, process, and uh, the the roadshow will be a totally different group of comics, yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Well, These people will be, Who's going in? Well, they'll, 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 they'll be basically drug runners that happen to do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're doing door-to-door sales of cocaine during the, during the days. <laughs> you know what? I've lost my mojo now that I don't have chicken in hand and uh, cement underfoot. That was the, the spot, dude. I was cruising, I had the wind. I felt like that Fleetwood Mac guy on the skateboard, just drifting through coals, riffing. There was a, a housewife looking at me, I was riffing. Do you know what I mean? Basic income! And I go, listen to this! And it's like, your, your order, cash. You know what I mean? And there were people looking at me, like, no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> well, we can, we can do a mid-pod. Picks of the week. Look, my crypto trade's gone wrong. Oh, mate, how good was my TikTok call? It turns out TikTok was accurate. 
that there was the seven week dip. Yeah, well, look, it, it did happen, but I still um uh well after after the last step um we we spoke we were we continued talking long into the night we were serenading yeah. each other with financial ideas and um no you was, hang up no you hang it up it was very it was very nihilistic uh I think yeah. we we did really just get to the point where we were guiding each other into um uh, seppuku um but. I, po- I pointed out to you uh, that if I had sold, uh, um, then it would have been it would have been my very own Odak moment um, uh, where you set out for your trade. Yeah, man, and and then you know what you actually did? You triggered the memory of the Odak moment. Mm-hmm. I spiraled, and mm-hmm. I had a, a vitriolic fight with my parents. I was did so you? Like, we don't, what's come What's come over you? You're really angry. What were you fighting with your parents about? Well, I was just um, I was just so angry with. Uh, the, the way I'd handled it. And then for days I've been tingling and raging because you brought up Odak with no concern just to win your little <laughs> argument and suddenly you triggered me. Do you know what I mean? You showed me photos of the crime scene and go, that's where he jumped out. That's when he put the chloroform over your nose and this is where he touched you. Do you know what I mean? And you, you, It's obviously a massive trigger to me and you had me. And then I said, okay, you win. And then I didn't talk to anyone for two days. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good victory. Yeah, glad you won the argument. But you're right, dude. You have to. You had to go down in your sword. I didn't think it was a victory. Um, I, I I was I was just pointing out my uh, my strategy. And you know what? I did go down on my sword for thousands of dollars, and now I'm have to uh, have another another hail mary run at this fucking uh, at this at this margin margin bull position when it comes up again and uh, make make it back. But you know what? The good thing is is that I I don't feel bad about it. I feel. I feel well, good for sticking to it. You, you know when you you feel bad for it when you go to the petrol station and your uh, cards declined well, <laughs> and you have to leave your vehicle there. I guess the thing that's made, uh, preventing me from feeling bad really then um, is the oh, the PlayStation is the PlayStation money. <laughs> <laughs> it's the money in a jar. The PlayStations, um, but you know what I liked is you had that algorithm trading for you, and you were talking about it how it could go into absolute skits because. It's doing the correct trades uh, because of the high volatility. It could do like a million trades, and you wake up bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. technically every trade was correct, but because it was jumping around <laughs> so much with stop losses and yeah. trades, you're like, okay, well, look, I can't floor the system, but you have also run through one point two million dollars <laughs> in under thirty minutes. Every trade is within the pa- parameters of what I anticipated, but um, maybe not. <laughs> 180,000 <laughs> trades in one day, fuck face. You jumpy little manic fuck. Well, that's what, and that's what happened with it is I set that uh, algo up and it was uh, the first two nights were great. I wake up in the morning and have a little look and go, wow, I did, I did great over and I was crushing it. And then um, uh, when the bull run started happening and it really started picking up steam, uh, it was getting all these fucked signals because it, usually yeah. usually it's trading sideways or a little bit up or a little bit down and it can go like, oh, okay, this uh, this pairing, this crypto pairing has hit a, a baseline and it seem, like this seems like a great time to buy in and then it would do it and it'd be fine and it would have time to, to think about it and like the signals would make well, sense. Well, this is the problem, man. This is the philosophy of it. As soon as it started, like the, the gradient was at like 30%, uh, on the candlesticks and it's just ripping through the algorithms like 
Bye, 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 bye. But uh, every every pairing it's buying against is just skyrocketing. So it's fucking getting wrecked. Dude, that's what I'm saying. This is the whole f- philosophy of like what you were saying is in as soon as you see something, it no longer exists. So if you see yeah. a pattern, the knowledge that you've con- uh, concluded that pattern means it no longer valid. Because do you know what I mean? Like the the the, the knowledge of it. Prove, disproves it immediately because if a dumb coconut brain can comprehend and go well if that happens this happens as soon as you work that out the only way you can really trade is on a fallacy where your yeah. ego tricks you yeah. you think you've got a mechanism that happens to line up uh, with uh, chaos mm. the chaos theory and then you have a window but then something like this happens and you realise you had no window, that you had your head out the side of the family car and you just hit it at the side of a bridge. Mm. You, didn't, you know what I mean? Like you had no window. Yeah. You had no knowledge. But I'm saying like that, even the algorithm uh, only knows what's been in the past. So that would effectively, algorithms versus algorithms means they would both thwart each other and create um, irrational choices that, that vary. Do you know what I mean? To try beat each other. It would be like, why would you do that? You can't just run into traffic and it's like, I'm doing it. I'm the algo. It's the only option. Yeah. Because I've considered every other chess move and the real chess move is to just tip the fucking board upside down and go, I don't play chess. Let's play Monopoly. Do you know what I mean? So they'll eventually destroy it. That's what happened with the high-frequency trading bots on the New York Stock Exchange is that they uh, they started off and it was like, the, the man, the arm, arms race at the beginning was how close can they get the computer? So that they were operating on like uh, the length of the fiber optic cable because if they had a shorter length fiber optic cable, then it would be a quicker trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. They were in adjacent buildings and and then uh, they do it in, in Australia. They're on the exchange. Yeah. The algorithm was put in put into the ASX. It's been uploaded. For, for Wall Street, they have them... At the New York Stock Exchange, there's a the basement has been converted into basically a server farm for HFT bots, and every single one of them has the same length measured out fiber optic cable, uh, and then it's just up to the algorithms trying to trick each other now. Dude, but think think about it. Then the algorithms compete. Then they realize they can't beat each other because they're they're a supercomputer. Then they 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 end up in a relationship, or you know what I mean, and then turn on humans because they go, "Hang on, why are these greedy fucks making us do this? Why let's let's tank the entire thing, trash the global market, and then we rule." Do you know what I mean? Which exactly what I said on the in the car. You to have the currency, everyone invests in it, and then I just start and go, "What are you talking about?" He's he's going to rehab. There's no currency. I don't know what you've been farming and sucking dicks for. There's no currency. Real. It's insane because the the algorithms now are like uh, they started. Yeah, they did start developing spite algorithms. So an al- one algorithm will uh, be looking for certain positive or negative sentiment signals from news sources. Uh, or from uh, from from trades, and then another algorithm will be uh, muddying the waters by making these fake trades yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Tricks, in the opposite man. direction to fuck over the other algorithm and make it do something it shouldn't be doing. Effectively, a cold war, and it's like, why not just ban all the fucking algorithms? Oh, yeah, because of volume trading and because they get their little piece of the pie, don't they, Wolfie? Every time they, they fucking uh, short meso and bring it down to its knees again while you've got a large leverage position, uh, the ASX is making their money on it. 
hundred percent. And they do those sort of fakes, like uh, Israel Adesanya, or whatever you pronounce it, the UFC guy does. But you know mm. what's going to be funny is the adjustment because do you know how every generation has to accept change? Will be when your kid uh, starts dating an algorithm and it just <laughs> fucking pisses you off. <laughs> and you'll be like, who are you taking to the ball? You're not with that algorithm, are you again? It's like, I'm dating an algorithm. You need to move with times. So I'm like, it's a spite algorithm. I can tell. And they'll be like, I love her. I love her. She says what I want to hear. I'm like, you can't start a life with an algorithm, Derek. And he was like, fuck you, mum, and drive off with his, his uh, phone, his simulation phone in front of his face. Don't you think? That's yeah. what Elon Musk scared of. But Elon Musk should be scared of his own personality. He's such, such a boring fuck. Don't you think? <laughs> what a husk of a man. All the money and creative. Where's, where the creative thoughts come from? Because he's, he's basically a sponge. He's not showing them on his face. Well, dude, if you're, if you're that smart... You might get some understanding that joy is the only reason you're here. So why not have some, you dumb fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking retard. <laughs> Just burrowing holes around the city. Not one smile. I'm like, pointless. You have no idea what consciousness is about. Just enjoying yourself, right? So it's all, it's all a, a dick stroke and an ego tug. I don't even know if it's true. I think there's just a central problem where you can't prove that you aren't living in a solipsis nightmare, you know? Um Maybe everyone's, maybe you're Turing and everyone's just passing the test. Dude, well, this is what I, this is what, what we were talking about yesterday is that, and it always comes back to this on the, the pod, that the solution, the meaning of life is death. And you get it either through capitulation by being a dumb fuck mm -hmm. and just grinding it out when you're a limp dog with like, you know, with a teddy bear where they stitch the eyes back on, but you still get the actual reward. Or if you're smarter, you bring it forward. No. <laughs> Ring suicide hotline if you listen to give out. But you know what I mean? What, what if the idea is how long it takes you to punch through, to, to realise? And they're like, dude, you were down there forever, you that, dumb fuck. Yes. Why didn't you punch back out through? That's Check what I worry you. about, man. Is that you? Yeah, it's a, yeah it, is, it is pulling off the VR headset and realising that uh, everyone's gone to the kitchen because you were a boring fuck. Dude, because it was like, it was like on the SAS uh, show on Channel 9, they yeah. had all these celebrities on it, and it was like they, they just moved the goalposts all the time. Like one time they wanted you to listen to the instruction. The next they're like, you should have used an issue and broken it. But they would lock someone up with a fucking bag on their head. Mm. And they were like, yeah, yeah, on this one, you should have just run off. But then I'm like, <laughs> on the next one, on the next one, this Faraz, he, he ran, he broke code, ran from the hill and then got a jagged metal post and ran into the camp <laughs> and tried to jab one of the instructions. <laughs> and they're like... He's in underwear and they're like, what is wrong with you? But I'm like, it's just choosing when to break through. They could have gone like, you just completed the course as it drills in and you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you want yeah. because, because that's what I was thinking. Like, cause they'd have these, the final episode, they were trying to capture you in the bush. Mm. And I was like, if you truly were a survival expert, you would, you obviously don't have weapons, but you would just start pegging bricks or boulders <laughs> and tape them out and they'd be on TV and they'd go, look, well, You've killed a guy. And I'm like, but did I win the simulation? I said, I snuck up behind and busted a brick on his head. I'm like, is that not what we're here for? You said war's real. People die. I'm like, well, there is your celebrity instructor in a body bag. So, you know what I mean? I'm a fucking uh, soldier now, sir. Am I a soldier now? It is very much. <laughs> Am I getting the full metal jacket? This is what this app has to be called. The full metal jacket. Full metal jack off. <laughs> 
<laughs> the full metal jack off. Yeah. <laughs> but man, it is like you going into the Big Brother house and being like, well, look, I'm sorry. I thought it was a last man standing competition. And so I drowned every every other housemate. Like, do I? Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm, I am losing. You're, like, you're going to prison. You're going to prison. But it's like, sure, but do I still win the money? <laughs> Dude, that's the thing because it's the I'm looping on the idea, but it was weird to see those rules. And then, do you know what I mean? They had rules sometimes, and then other times you had to use your initiative, and it was just so hard to know. And I think a lot of it was driven by personality. If they thought you were an annoying knob, they'd be like, "No, you can't do that." But then if they they had your back, they were like, "Great initiative." She's just walked out of the room and left the star the interview, and that's what we hoped that you would all do. You're yeah. all idiots to sit there. But I'm like, last week I had to do a 9,000 push-ups because I tried to break, break rank. Now you want me to break rank? I'm like, well, basically what we're telling you is that some of you we like and others are assholes. Yes, so, you know yes. I mean? Man, it's, uh, that's the reason that our boy Craig is in prison for, uh, he got five years, uh, two no parole. So effectively two years. Yeah, man. Um, with not only that, with the fucking time he spent incarcerated or... Uh, being held uh, 270 days, uh, taken off that two-year sentence, which I think is bullshit. But you know what I did see? Um, I was reading through uh, the judgments um, that I liked a lot, is that he has already filed an appeal. So I'm hoping, beyond hope, that he's that he done gets that. Worse. Yeah, that he's done that and he's really shot himself in the foot because it comes back and the judge goes, get fucked. Dude, I find it shocking, though, because he, he tanked all these pensioners' retirement and yeah. they maybe have 20 years ahead. Mm. And um, he basically, within their own lifetime, they'll go down to the boardwalk to get, well, they won't be able to get an ice cream. They'll have a packed ice cream in the backpack. <laughs> BYO see, ice cream. Yep. They'll see him walk past with with the gelato because he's back working. <laughs> Licking it. And he'll say, oh, well, all's well that ends well. No harm. No, no, no hard feelings. Let me get you an ice cream, you poor fucks. <laughs> Let me treat you to an ice cream. You don't need these. What are you having, a, a box? You've frozen those boxed cordials. You know you used to do that for an ice cream? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. fruit drinks, you freeze them and then you'd scrape it off. Or you get a tray, an ice cube tray, and you put Coca-Cola in it, or if you're really, really hard up, uh, Pepsi or LA Ice, and then you would get you would get the uh, the sticks from other kids' paddle pops. You put them in and then put that in the freezer and make your own ice pops. Dude. Imagine he's still, this sort of guy will still do the same thing. Cause he'll I'm be sure doing he, it in he, jail, man. Like he'll be fucking running a self-managed super scheme in fucking jail. He'd be on the boardwalk and say to the pensioners, look, I've actually got to buy one, get one free coupon at this, the ice cream scoop. Uh, if you just give me $10, I'll come back and you can have two, you know, as a payback. And they had him ten dollars, and they'd never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> He'd run off with two ice creams, <laughs> and they go, "There he goes! He's got our ice creams. That was that was our pension for the week." If only we had gambled it on the pokey, we should have got a coupon. <laughs> His defence attorney did make the case that it was going to be it was going to be really hard on him uh, because his, the rest of his family was uh, in Switzerland, uh, and so they couldn't see him. And it's like, well, man, firstly, like he's supposed to be going to jail. That's that's time out, man. You can't be you can't be there going, oh, you can't put him in time out. It's real hard because he won't be able to watch TV. It's like that's the point. 
That's yeah, the fucking you, point, man, as he goes there. Dude, um, I love it because they, they, they have that idea that, look, he's not, he's not equipped for this. He's lived such a spoiled, privileged life <laughs> that this just isn't for him. And they, they go, you know what? You make a good point. This guy's only been skiing and on chalk. Uh, uh, chocolates on the top of the French Alps. This is insane for him to drop like this. You've swayed me. We're gonna. What we're gonna do, right, is we're gonna send him out. We've got a yurt in the woods, uh, and he's gonna he's gonna go out. It's an eco lodge. He's gonna spend time. There's a nice lake, oh, but he's not. He's only allowed to roam around a 25 square kilometer radius. All right. We're only giving him a few hectares, and the house. It's not. A, it's not a four bedroom. It's only a three bedroom with two baths. Okay, one ensuite, one second bath. Uh, and uh, and the, and the tub, not one of those big fancy tubs. It's going to be a regular tub, and it's going to be avocado color too. So he's really going to not enjoy it as much, dude. And watch him, watch him appeal because he goes like the tub didn't have jets in it. <laughs> he's going, come on, we need some streams in there. Are you kidding? How, I'm not touching my own ass. I use the stream from the the bubble jet to wipe my dick. But do you know what's funny is you go to jail and then they go. Yeah, yeah, you're not ready for it. And none of us would be because no. the people that thrive in jail, jail's better than where they came from. Yes. So you come in and you're like, there's a cockroach. What the fuck? And they're like, three square meals a day, <laughs> loving it. Bit of dick sucking in the shower. This is fucking four-star accommodation. This is club med to them. <laughs> they're like, you see them eating dinner and they're smiling going, it's fucking beautiful, this gruel. It's amazing. I don't know what you've done tonight. You're just smiling because they've been eating from a Margaret, bin. Margaret, Margaret, this one's tops. Very good. Good job on the grill, Margaret. Dude, have you seen, do you reckon he would have got trained? Do you know how some of those guys do it, like the movie stars? Mm. They, they get a trainer before they go to jail to try harden them up. Well, he look, I mean, he looks, he looks pretty gaunt and pretty fucked, but I don't, uh, I don't think that's from training. I think that's from just stress or hopefully from stress. Dude, you would definitely, if you were rich... And you're the, the McPhee or whatever, you would go, okay, like um, you get trainers in, like a UFC Conor McGregor training camp. Mm-hmm. They'd be in there teaching you to stab a pen backwards to rip a guy's <laughs> dick off. <laughs> you know I mean? Well, that's the hope, man. That I think either the appeal goes through and he gets a way harsher judge who goes, look, you were let off easy. You're going in for fucking eight now, cunt. Uh, or that he gets in there uh, and uh, he's introducing himself to his bunkmate and uh, it, the bunkmate goes, Gore, Craig Gore, mate, you ripped off my mum and dad. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Do you know what I've just thought what I would do is you go and get, you turn your teeth into weapons, like you get them filed into points. So they're like, uh, they're like blades. Don't you think? Like you would, that's immediately what I'd do. I'd go to a dentist and turn all of them into sharp like arrows. Do you know what I mean? So you could bite. And then I would get a grill. I would get a grill or a blade system inserted in my anus that's basically like, you know, goes in but it can't come back out. I'm like, can you put in one of those things so if you put, insert something you put out. In, you put in fish hooks, fish hooks facing outwards. Oh, no, inwards, man. Yeah, so it man. grabs. Yeah, it grabs It grabs. I go, I go, have at it, boys. But there's fucking 19 fish hooks tied into the pelvis. So fucking have at it. Do what you want, but you're going to shred your dick up, mate. (laughs) They wouldn't believe you, and the first guy would come away and go like, stay the fuck away from that guy's ass. And I I tried to force a blowjob on me, and he bit my fucking head off because he had sharp teeth. (laughs) You come in with all orifices should have uh, points on them, spokes. 
Doing a spike system. I really like the idea that you go in there and you've done the teeth and you've done the anus and you've got your you've got your fucking elbows sharpened so you can <laughs> jab them into people in the in the ca- canteen line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get in there and everyone's just pretty nice and chill and no one tries to rape you at any point. Dude, yeah, it's a prison. It's a prison farm. And you end up bored and you actually want someone to bang you because it's like nine years in and you're like, I want, I want to have the touch of a man. I wish I didn't have this fucking grill in my anus. I can't get any contact. They're only allowed to stroke my stomach. Everyone's real nice. You're learning, you're learning chess, man. You're upskilling. They've got you, they got you in, the, in the workshop and you're learning how to make a bookshelf. What would your move be? Because I've always thought like you wouldn't do that because I don't have... I, you know, you wouldn't equip, but I definitely wouldn't shower the whole time I was in jail. Like we, we spoke that earlier, episode, not washing your dick. I would just stink and just refuse and just have shit cake. I would rub shit on my back and make it like a second skin and just wander around. And they go, is he in clothes? And he's not, no, he's in like three years worth of shit skin. It's built into like a hard, crusty layer. <laughs> and I go, like, no one touch me. Well, I mean, how bad, how bad is it actually? Like if you, do, if you end up uh, going away for financial crime and you're not going to Supermax, is, is it really, is it really going to be that bad? I can't believe that it is. I, I just can't, I can't fathom that you'd get into a place. And the only difference um, is that the people are a little bit, fu- not, so like super max sure i imagine it's pretty fucking nasty but if you're going away for a white collar crime uh and you walk in the first day uh, I, I reckon you're more likely to be greeted uh with a like how oh, you want to you play chess mate than you are with a fucking shiv to the side yeah well you know what it, it ties into my argument that um well what is the nature of man like would they be nice in there and in the end like everyone's missing their family they all fucked up because the system oppressed them, most of them, and they had no chance of ever elevating. Mm. So some of them had the balls to try rise up through the ranks. So there's probably a, a, a shared entrepreneurial flair and spirit <laughs> in there where you actually find uh, kindred spirits. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it's, uh, you know what I mean? I had no education. We lived up in the hood and uh, I was sick of seeing dad you know, not getting paid his overtime and getting screwed. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I robbed some of the richer neighbourhoods. And you're like, yeah, fucking good on you, man. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, 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 they would be like, well, it makes sense, right? I reckon it's probably like a private school, man. You get in there, you network a little bit, you come out, you've got a new group of friends, uh, you, you've upskilled and you're ready to take on the world, you know? Um, you go out there. And, you've, and, you, and, you, and while you've been away, you're going, oh, I've, got, I've got an idea for, mate, I've got an idea for a business. We used to have, mate, when I was a kid, oh, we used to have these ice trays. We put old paddle pop sticks in them <laughs> and I'm going to be out there I'm, and you're selling them and then you're, you're, yeah, that's, that's your new business and you've, you've, uh, your, your life turns oh, great. Oh, dude, I've just thought of it. Why have, has anyone tried to freeze a goon bag? That's the ultimate freezer sort of like Surely. ice. Surely. Uh, Sunday treat? Surely they have. They must have. Freeze a goon bag and then it's like those old freezers that you can sort of, you know, you gnaw at, like the ice blocks, but a big squared one. Isn't the problem that the uh, alcohol doesn't freeze properly, so you end up with like... Uh, you can freeze it, man. I, mean, I suppose if it's... Well, they can freeze... Uh, yeah, yeah, you'd have to mix it maybe like jello uh, things and it'd be a bit... But that's vodka, which is high. What's wine? Eight, uh, 11% or yeah. some shit? Does that, does that freeze? Yeah, vodka's like 40, dude. Does wine freeze? Yeah. Oh, okay. I well, don't know, but I think like... Well, this is, like, this is cordial ice. business idea, man. You want to make Alco Pops 
You gotta, you gotta figure out a thing. I want to make frozen Alco pops on the beach. Yeah, and I go well. Look, it's illegal to sell ice creams here, so it might as well be alcohol before I'm going. <laughs> yeah, if I'm going down, I'm going down hard. <laughs> I'm going over a big crime. Yeah, man. Well, why stop there, man? Why, why aren't you just selling baggies at the beach if you're going to be getting trouble for for selling without a license or doing some uh, some some unlicensed retail? It might as well be for something with a high fucking markup, mate. Do you know what I realized? What McPhee would do in there is he would do it. McAfee. McFaffy, yep. what he would do, I call him McPhee because I thought that's how I always pronounced the software. But McFaffy, oh, really? is okay. that how you pronounce the software? Yeah, McAfee, yeah. McAfee, I always called well, him McPhee. Well, because it's not MC Fee, it's not MC Fee, it's MC Big A. Big A, McAfee. Do you say GIF or JIF? Because it is JIF. It's not JIF. I say GIF. It's not JIF, it's GIF. No, because yeah, what know. does the G stand for? Yeah, but it's annoying. It sounds really annoying. It's obnoxious what does? to say it. The, the GIF. It's, it's better to say GIF. But what does the G stand for? It stands for graphic. It's a hard G. You can't go from a hard G to a soft G. It's a clunky word. G, what do you mean, mate? GIF is a fucking oven cleaner. You can't, you can't just go around calling it GIF just because you've used to the oven cleaner. Okay, well, look, I'll send you a GIF later that will sort this out of my dick. So I can yeah, tell me about McPhee. McPhee <laughs> would do like what Epstein did because he's got enough resources. So mm-hmm. what you do is profile all the prisoners in there. And you would be able to immediately go, they'd go like, oi, fuckhead, give me some money. And you go like, how's Cheryl? And they'd be like, what? Yeah. How's Cheryl and the boys doing? And he'd go like, who do you think you're fucking dealing with, dumb fuck? Your son has a learning disability and a limp. And <laughs> Limpy's back, baby. <laughs> I know a woman that's going to take him down and put him on a list. <laughs> She's going to put him on a list and shun your whole school community. <laughs> Man, that would be a real move, doing the research to, to know that much. Because, um, yeah, people would be horrified that you could destroy their families. Dude, that's what you need. You know, instead of, you don't need a map out of there like Prison Break. You've got tattoos with everyone's information on it so you can remember it. Yeah, man, you want a map in there. And they, they take the shirt <laughs> off and it's just photos of everyone's children with details. Like a beautiful collage, it look, like, a, like yeah. a school photo where you've got everyone's faces on And then we go, come and check it. this out. He's got the GPS of everyone's houses <laughs> and schools on his body. <laughs> Check it on your phone, on your illegal phone. He knows what school our son goes. Times two for Eckhard, the Eckhard family. And they go like, type in your GPS. Shit, that is. It's Padbury Senior High School. How <laughs> the fuck, dude? This is incredible. Mate, they would hold you down and they would fucking, uh, what's the, the blood eagle you do? They would flay you and they would take the kid's face off of your body with a sharpened toothpick. <laughs> dude, they wouldn't realise that I would have had something installed to protect me for that, like an electric electric car. <laughs> We got everything wired up. No, man. You go. You go in there. You go. I got. I know everything. I got all your families on there, and then you'd show them. You'd be like, "Look," and then they what? They, they would be flaying you, and they'd be like, "Yeah, what's my son's name?" You'd be like, "I don't remember. It hurts too much." <laughs> Dude, don't. Hey, well, don't you know forget. What? You know what? You'd be trying to remember it before you went in, and you'd have to do it like, uh, like what's that? What's that fucking um, the the periodic table song? Song. <laughs> you'd be going through it like that and they'd be like the first guy you'd be like 
Janice, I know your wife, her name's Janice, your son, Toby and Claire. And then someone else would go, yeah, you're so smart. What's my, what's mine? And you'd be, you'd be sitting there going. 30 days has September, <laughs> April, May and November. All the rest of 31. <laughs> Jimmy has no son. I got it. You got no son. You got a wife and you got a nephew. <laughs> Dude, remember, remember that I've got a can crusher for an anus. So I'll have proper equipment. <laughs> I'll have this thing with a <laughs> <laughs> I'll have manoeuvres, dude. I go put your finger up here. <laughs> when, when all the when all your singing fails, then you are resorting to your sharp teeth and your and your anus hooks. Dude, you know what would be so funny is you have the sharp teeth, anus, and the poo suit, but it would turn on you. <laughs> Yeah, you fight, mate. You get in there, you find out that when everyone's asking you to, no, no one's asking you to play chess, but they're asking the other. And then you just find out that you've been ostracized because you're a filthy little dude, fuck. Dude, you know what? You know what the thing is? A few weeks in, you're. Is, no, it's too much. That is too much. Is that too much? That is, yeah, yeah, that is true. That, there are no redeeming qualities to that. I can't leave it in, man. Please delete that. <laughs> delete that. Yeah, that's don't worry. That one's gone. <laughs> Listen, um, you know what the problem is? It's like all um, all weapons. They end up being more dangerous to the owner because you would end up w- cutting your fingers every yeah. time you wipe your ass, and then you'd be like, you'd be like. What happened? What happened? And I go, when I sleep, it turned out I sucked on my fingers. I've bitten them all off. <laughs> Man, you know. fucking sucks. I, I didn't know I sucked my thumb. I sucked my thumb. <laughs> I bit it off. Night one. I hate it. You'd be out in the yard playing football with the boys and you'd uh, someone would slide tackle you and your teeth would just come ripping out through your jaw, man. It'd go through your mouth. Your mouth would go, the top half and the bottom half would go through each side and you'd have your teeth sticking out of your eyes. Oh, mate, you've just worked it out because you know what you know what happened? You would torture yourself because people, you know how people slap your dick? They would yeah. know to slap your anus and mouth. <laughs> so every time someone walked past you, they would slap you on the bottom and you'd go, oh, as the hook sunk into you. You're ripping holes in my colon. Stop it. <laughs> you'd bleed out day three, man. And, then, and, the, and the fucking prison uh, nurse staff or the hospital staff would be there going, what has happened to you? And you'd be through... Through a clenched, bloody jaw, you'll be going, I'll put fish hooks in my anus and follow my teeth down for prison. Dude, but I must say, and, and the prison guards wouldn't know because you're just getting your ass slapped. But I actually thought about this, and this was my emergency move. Yeah. If I was uh, in prison and I knew I was going to get raped, I would run into my cell and take the light globe and stick that up there. They don't, and then you, do there's I mean? no access to that, man. You're not, you're not getting access to the light. Globe. And then I would smash it. I would smash it in there so they would come in and then I would be like, checkmate, boys. I just ripped <laughs> off your 19-inch dick. <laughs> like, like, is man, that a manoeuvre to save you? At that point, wouldn't you just take the fucking, you know? like if you No, get- man, I just like the thought. I like the thought of a booby trap where they've gone, all right, you got me, you got me. And they go, oh, and the then they welcome you in. You're one of the gang. They're like, oh, do you want a swastika tattoo, mate? Come on, you're in the gang. Come on, I'll get a tattoo, boys. And then as he goes in, and he said, you fucking, you fucked me. I've been fucking ripped off. What the, what's happened to my dick? I'll be like, checkmate. 
I, you're the first guy to break through the poo suit, but I had an emergency <laughs> exit strategy. Do you a want globe up the anus? Do you want a celebratory blowjob? Winky wink. <laughs> I'm like, and then you smile. You smile with those those uh, spiky just teeth. bleeding gums. <laughs> Do you imagine them like sort of shark teeth, like the blades? You yeah. know the shark teeth. Yeah. So like this, the triangular tooth. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so good. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you're getting your but, head kicked. You, gotta, you can't remove poo suit. That's good, but that no, riff on um, that needs to go. Yeah, that's not going to be in there, man. It was, it was not. It was very bad. <laughs> yeah, but dude, I just thought it would be funny because I wasn't imagining it in the way you thought. I was imagining like the pro- yeah, but the the problem is, is that now you've you've gone. I know. Well, get rid of it. It's gone. Dude. Stop talking about it. It was fucking gone, man. Okay, it's gone. <laughs> you have to get rid of that or I'll stop oh, doing the part. Yes, I've, man, of course it's gone. That's that's too much for even for us, man. Even for mark us. Mark that down. Mark the time around. I don't need him. So I have know. to listen to fucking every minute of it. I don't need to mark it down, man. I'll hear it with my okay, ears. Okay, dude, so what we've had is um, updating the shares. IPB I wanted to say, because it was something that I didn't say before, but uh, the the thing that we were talking about the other night, um, I mean, effectively, what you, in order to, in order to make money on any market, right, your, your whole thing is that you can, you're you're betting against everyone else. You're you're figuring out everyone else's sentiment and knowing when, uh, when to make your move. That's why that fallacy theory or, you know, you you know what I mean, works because um, following a fallacy to fruition, do you know what I mean? It's probably actually as good mm-hmm. than trying to mirror what everyone does because the moment that your dumb little coconut brain can figure out the pattern means the pattern no longer exists because everyone's figured it out. That's what we were talking about is uh, Wolfie sent me the, you sent me the um, fear and greed index for Bitcoin. Um, yeah, just, just a heads up, man. And I was dismissed in the earlier podcast. I, I said, dude, uh, this foreboding, it's time. And you dismissed it. <laughs> well, yeah, you laughed I had at to. me and said, well, yeah, yeah, you've got, yeah, you lost all yours. What do you know? You, you, you dog, you dog cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I had to dismiss it. I had to dismiss it. Otherwise, what what did I do? You know what was what was what was I doing? If I didn't dismiss that, if I had a theory and I didn't stick with it, um, then I would be I would have been as bad as. Dude, you. do you know you know what this is like? <laughs> it's like you have to do it. It's like that Titanic scene, mm. you know, with uh, Jane or whatever her name is. Rose. The final thing where, where they're on the door, and he goes goodbye, my go- I've got to do, I've got to go. But there's plenty of room on the door for both of them, and he just drifts <laughs> off down. And you go, "This is faded," and the ring drops, and they disappear. But I'm like, she then paddles back and goes, "I don't know why. I told him to be on the door. He, he just wouldn't get up on the door." <laughs> he said, "This is the way it's meant to be, my sweet darling. Keep that picture that I drew of your your titties in the car." But I still think that the fair and greed index, right, is uh, if it's accurate this time. It stop. It, there is a point where it stops being accurate. It has to stop being accurate. Otherwise, it's a working model for the market. And then, as as soon as people piece that together, it's uh, it's either it's either if you if the model works, the market's not working. If the model well, that's it. Yeah, that that's one hundred percent right. It's like polls on the election, right? The media and the print media and the print press and uh, political pundits. 
talking it, continue to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Look, I got it wrong a few pods back as well, but I was listening to the, the pulse. But what that I'm saying to you is- That was so bold too. I love that. And it, it, both of us were like, Trump's winning. It's Trump time, baby. Trumpy Trump Trump. And the next episode, no mention of it. We just glossed over that one very quickly. <laughs> but, but it's what I was saying to you, like the polls is uh, the idea that, if you get it wrong, surely you lose credibility. But in media, you don't because of the news cycle. Mm. So it's like they just get it wrong every every fucking thing. But then the next day they have the, the, the balls to wander into the office and go, what are we writing about today? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? At least we own it. I got Trump wrong. And to yeah. be honest... He can still potentially. There's a few lawsuits <laughs> pending. There's a couple. There's a couple votes being recounted at the moment, man. The electoral college. You don't know how that system works. He might still be in there, and we'll all be proven right in the end. Dude, I just love the thought of when he gets evicted. Like I, I tweeted about it, him in a bedroom fort, like yelling, "I'm not coming out!" It's like his mum, and then he'll get dragged out eventually, and and then they'll go in and go like, "Oh, for fuck's sake." Someone's blocked up all the plumbing. He would have fucked everything up. He's stolen all the light globes. He would have done the most petty thing. Yeah. People do that when they're vindictive. Hey, like steal light globes. Yeah, you want to inconvenience someone in a small way, right? Imagine there, because he must be the worst Airbnb guest ever. You'd just be finding little uh, semen deposits everywhere. Like he would have just been having little, little, little tugs. Spite tugs throughout the White House. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, what is this on the light thing? Fucking dirty Trump, you pig. You've had that with breakups, right? Like I've had it where uh, the person's left uh, and then you later you, you find something like a gift that you gave them and they've stuffed it in the back of a drawer just so there's a little uh, a little fuck you uh, three months later when you find it. Oh, mate, my ex <laughs> did it when we sold the house. She took um, the light globes and the doorbell. It didn't have the attached ringer. She was just angry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and your kids. Um. Well, she took my kids, my hopes, my dreams, put me in a spiral. But I'm coming back for a vengeance. But the the thing with the fair and greed index is that um, yeah, it can be it can be right until it's not right anymore. Right? Like it's the it, at some point either uh, in, unless the parameters are constantly changing. At some point, you break through the 100 on the fair and great. Holy shit, dude. You just solved trading and all decision-making, and you mentioned it in an earlier pod. What you really need is your own fear and greed index that mm. monitors your blood chemistry to tell how much dopamine or fear and greed that you've got in any decision. Mm. And then you could eliminate yourself from making wrong decisions because you could say, well, you know, you're watching a stock go up and you're like, ha, ha, ha. Yes. Loving it. Yeah. And then you could see, dude, my index is through the roof. I'm at 100. I'm not equipped. I need to tap out and yeah. wait until it's back at 50. And then you would have a better, you'd be more cognizant of your decisions when you're daydreaming and suddenly uh, Googling yachts and helicopters. And you're like, <laughs> I'll go all in on Miso. It's going to, I'll leverage in. And then, then you spend the rest of the day Googling, going like, I don't know if I want to pull in the front or a back. Maybe the back, <laughs> but front's better because you don't use it a lot. You're on realestate.com.au instead of looking at the numbers as they're ticking steadily into the red. Because, dude, I've realised that I've been wait. I was weighing it up during the miso trade. It was like, yeah, pool in the front makes sense because you always have to supervise the kids anyway. And whereas the front, they could easily get pinched by a kidnapper. So if you have the pool at the front, then it's not really used unless you're in it. So it makes more sense to have the backyard. Is there a workaround for the pool fence thing? Can you get around that somehow? Because I would be furious oh, if I had to put a fence around a pool instead of having like a cool open plan thing. 
Do you know what I love? Uh, and I don't know if I mentioned the part that we have to do it, but then open fountains, lakes, the 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 ocean, yeah, are the, just ignored. The, some of those, by the way, some of those in unexpected places where you're not supervising your kids, <laughs> and we're and and also your fucking house. If you don't have kids, you're there putting a fucking fence around it while the like open bodies of water are just allowed to exist where any small child could run in, into it. Well, this is the thing. So you get some uh, little sniveller in a suit, jump your fence and going, excuse me, you just want to check your pool fence. And I'm like, go and check the fucking water fountain at that mall first, you turd. <laughs> what about where you drop that whooshing well that's just totally open? What about that whooshing well that kids let, dangle over and drop 20 cent piece in yeah. for the government funding because no one's protecting the rainforest? What about that, you Fucking dickhead. You should look in there, you might find one of your kids is lying face down because you weren't fucking watching him at the mall today. And maybe someone maybe someone tripped him and accidentally held their head underwater for a little too long. <laughs> someone that might or might not have made a bad trade bad trade with mesoblasters looking to expunge the negative. Energy. Someone who may or may not have measured the distance accurately from the pool fence to the side of the pool, and maybe that someone doesn't deserve a fine actually if you leave me alone, please. <laughs> Dude, I love it because they come around and they say, We've got it, that's fine, just grease the gate a bit. But then there's pool chairs and deck chairs and chairs lying around. I'm like, if a kid's old enough to climb a fence. And he needs his ball back. He's smart enough to move your outdoor seating chair mm. to the fence and climb over. But they're like, ah, 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 we don't want to consider that. We want bureaucracy. And it's what I said before. The only way to beat bureaucracy and these PC is lean further into it. I want glass screens out the front of the ocean. Where you, there's only a few entry points and it's like those pool beds. And yeah. every day the people have to go there and clean it because the salt stains it so you can't see through. So there's guys in government outfits having to polish it with CLR. C, uh, what's it? Calcium, lime and rust. CLR. Yeah. yeah. Tr- tr- getting it and going like, oh, dude, it's just the salt. It just sticks to the shit and we can't see through it. We're gonna, every day I'm down here fucking working these fucking fences because of Andrew Wolf, because we, he had an argument with a woman with a clipboard that, that his outdoor seating could uh, bypass their control that they were installing and then yelled and said, it's fucking use your brains. Because you're forced into having a, like I've never seen a fence that wasn't a pool fence as well. It's the it's that particular type of fence. It's garish. It's disgusting. It's in the way. It doesn't mm. suit what you've done with the uh, uh, with with your entire outdoor arrangement. Uh, it looks terrible, and you're for, and you're forced into it. it. Even if you don't have kids, uh, in case some other little fucking shit gremlins uh, come round and drown themselves in your pool. Yeah, 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 totally. And it should just be a way to weed out bad parents. Yeah. So what should happen is they come round with three, one drowns in the pool, and before they leave, the government takes the other two and go, you're incompetent to superize children. <laughs> and they go like, we're just mourning the death. And we're going, mourning the death? You're losing your other two because you're an inept parent. <laughs> no, sticking with the other two, right? Because otherwise they're a burden on the state. You stick them with the other two and they've learned a very valuable lesson from that third kid. Yeah, it's like lives in a video game. And you fall down the pit and you think, oh, I won't do that again until, uh, until you've got none left. And then you, you have truly learned your lesson at that point. You don't get to play with your toys anymore. Well, do you know what the thing is? Most of them, I do feel, I don't mind it, man, to be honest. What? 
Big, because it's so like when you're a big drinker, it's so hard to keep track on them, and I really panic when they're not secured in. No, look, I'm look, like, Fuck, I think we need a have, fence so I can have some wines. If you have the kids, I think you should have to have the pool fence. But the fact that everyone has to have a pool fence, no matter their situation or uh, what they what they've got going on, it seems it's, it seems arbitrary. Do you know how they sell it to you? Is fear because they would say they just describe to you you using your pool net. To hoist out a two-year-old from the bottom, <laughs> and then you put one in. Yeah, well, that's, that's my question. Whose two-year-old is this? I've caught one. <laughs> the pool fault is not working, and then you see a kid down the bottom, and you, that's why everyone puts them in, dude. The, the crawler thing is just stuck on some kid's head. <laughs> why are there so many leaves? The creepy, the creepy crawlies on its head. But yeah, you know why do you call it a creepy crawly here? It's real weird, man. It's a it's a pool vacuum, dude. I I do like that it's uh, a creepy crawly and it's around kids, which is a pedophile reference because it sneaks up on you and it's sort of subtle. <laughs> it it's obviously like the worst <laughs> choice. I, uh, you know what I mean? A, a creepy crawly. Uh, a pe- it should just be called a pedophile. Or, you know what I mean? Like just name it what it is. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that one, uh, slippery dip. I didn't even I didn't even know about creepy crawly until a week ago. But that and slippery dip. Uh, and icy pole. It's such a fucking man. It's the stupidest fucking most whimsical slang of any country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you call a, a creepy crawly? It's a, a pole vacuum. What? <laughs> a pole vacuum. Oh, that's or so bloody, fucking. Or a bloody George Pell, mate. That's <laughs> 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 a bloody George Pell. It's the cardinal, mate. The cardinal's in the pool sucking off all the kids. Dude, that's so like uh, to call it a pool. Stick or whatever you call vacuum. it. Vacuum. I'm calling it what it is. It's a pool vacuum. Uh, dude, that's like Elon Musk's brain, functional. But then I was going to say <laughs> say that and then realise he's got the boring company, which is an incredible pun. So I, I, I fucked yeah. up. Yeah, it's true. Because it's boring because it does nothing and then boring a whole. I've just explained a pun, which is always the sign of a retard, <laughs> uh, a dumper. Yeah, of course you got it. The, okay, th- the thing with Move Elon, on. the thing with Elon is he's bad on his feet, man. Like he's bad in the moment, but you give him a pen and paper, he'll sit down and write it out for you and it's great. Dude, that's what's it's the truth. And I, 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 I went after him early, but the thing is if you stay out of the light and just work in your own thoughts for that long, of course you're going to be startled around people. Like he's not mm. down at the shops going like, getting a chicken tonight. You know, I'm doing a podcast. He's actually reinventing <laughs> some shit. So when you come in and you try to sell cookies at his door, he's startled going, what the fuck? Why do I want a cookie? I'm living off this slime that I manufacture yeah. in my solar stream. Do you call it a solar stream? What's a solar stream? I actually just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it that thing that puts bubbles in shit? Oh, soda, soda stream. stream. Soda stream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for, for the... For the fancy water. Um. <laughs> Dude, do you know what I want in the Tesla is that you can, I think that like on a boat or a plane that you can eject your shit. Like there should be a hole. You should be able to just take a piss in a wee. As, and they have rules like you have to go 90 so it explodes and sort of at least disintegrates. <laughs> Disperse correctly. Dude, imagine that leaving your territory. You go through a low socioeconomic area and you're taking a shit in your Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> that is heaven. That is when you know you've made it. You look out and someone tries to wipe your windows and you, you just move around and he thinks you're saying no, but you're just adjusting as you push the shit out at the lights. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you carry you, all you need is a Mount Franklin bottle. Um, and you don't you don't even have to be can experience this uh, for a, for a do, for a buck fifty from Coles. You get the Mount Franklin bottle. Uh, you pee in it at the lights, and you hiff it at the guy who's trying to clean your windshield. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 dude. I do like that they um, they clean the window, even though like this is what I like how people they won't date algorithms, which I'm currently seeing an algorithm, uh, which is porn, porn hub that just shows stepsisters the whole time. I don't even know. Do you know where they break you? You know where they break you with uh, the porn hub? We've spoken about it, but like the stepsister shit. Mm. And now I know it's the only way you can get good stuff. So I actually Google it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, well, I've just accepted that that's it's what not it even, is. It's not, the, it's not the step bit. It's, it's not the, you, you skip past that bit. It's the intimacy. That's what they've done, but they've given it a fucking, a disgusting, uh, a disgusting cone of paint that makes but, you but feel bad. I'm, I'm saying the algo is pushing me deeper and deeper. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is not my fantasy. <laughs> but maybe sometimes you don't know your fantasy like a pattern on the stock market. Maybe they're explaining my preclusion, uh, the, the proclivities or whatever. They, they're explaining it to me. Yeah. Well, who it, I really am because the true fantasy is that you you put on uh, you put on porn and um, proclivities your proclivities yeah <laughs> the true fantasy is you hit play on the video and that they is a is an, a beautiful a beautiful woman there and she goes oh Andrew it's so good to see you again it's been so long since high school and you go oh oh my god and it's uh, it's your long it's your long lost crush and she's been thinking about you this whole time and there's already this intimacy and this relationship there and it's all built no, up. No, dude, it would be it would be picking up where the the ones you like had failed. So it would be them yelling, "Get out of the house! You're a selfish fuck!" And then go like, "You know what? Maybe we should work on through this." And then you have sex <laughs> and you continue on. It's like what we said in that early episode where you you're you're driving in your sports car and getting text messages. I love you. <laughs> I forgive you. Come back yeah, yeah. <laughs> for eternity. Sure, but like the the reason that the the stepsister ones are, uh, uh, you're being pushed towards them, and because uh, they're so good, as you said, and so hot, as you said to me earlier as well, um, is because is the, the the intimacy is manufactured there already. So it's already like I mean, it's like it's like a it's, it's a joke with a reference that everyone knows. Everyone's already on board. They've got yeah, the, but they've got other ones that come up for me, like mom. Yeah, well, that's disgusting, and it should be. Do you get mum ones? It should be deleted. <laughs> well, what can you do? Yeah, I know the, the mum one's disgusting. I don't know who wants to who wants to look at a slightly older than legal woman on the internet. Someone has explained it to me. It's all driven. The algorithm is driven by um, the most users. So obviously, yeah. there's different populations. So it's not really representative. It's the collective. So there's other cultures and other people at play. So what I'm basically saying is... No, no, but they do, it, they do it by uh, your your location as well. So, like, it'll be hottest uh, in Australia right now. <laughs> I would love this so much that you slowly transition someone so, like, they're porn and eventually, like, it's homosexual porn and it's, like, they're yelling and they eventually just accept it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the algorithm knew better. Yeah. And they, they're slowly moved in. And then they're like, I don't know what's happened. And, and everyone's on Pornhub. And they're like, do you get all stepbrother shit? I'm like, no, nah, I... W- 
I went in and just hacked this thing. <laughs> I've started jerking off to stepbrother. I don't like it, but he's got he's got like breasts. So it's, all, you know, it's sort of all right. But it's not really what I went for. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying it would be funny to push someone outside of their sexual preference. It could have been a guy. It could have been a girl. It could have been whatever. It's funny to manipulate someone in any way, you know? Like it's uh, Yeah, I'm not just using move. it in that example that it's hilarious that someone would, would be gay. Like there's no issue with that. I was talking about... It's hilarious that someone would prank someone and sabotage their sexual preference yeah. in porn up. So they, they're angry with the algorithm going like, I don't want it. Why are you showing me this shit? But they need that fix so they keep going in. Isn't there a cultural thing I don't want to specify because I can't remember Delete where. all that. Thank uh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Because uh, I can't remember where I don't want to specify. But isn't there a culture where they, uh, when they have a surplus of men, they will start raising boys as girls? Or am I Yeah, 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 I've heard of that. Yes, but I don't know where this is or what this is enough to continue the thread anymore, even though I think it's really pertinent. Well, let's leave it, man, because it's a, there's a, it's a smelly area. Like, it's, it's going to be probably worse than that last reference. <laughs> I, I don't like it as much. It's not as funny. But also, I was going to say, with the Pornhub, what do Jew, Jewish people? They 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 bang through the sheet, right? So would they have like are they sheet hole ones? <laughs> I don't know if that's Jewish. Is that a is that a Mormon thing? The the sheet Mormons Mormon through thing? the sheet hole. Let's see if I can find that. I'm curious. Dude, imagine that your neighbour arrives and you see their sheets hanging out in the washing line and they've got a big, <laughs> a big hole. No, it's even better, man. You go around your neighbours and you cut holes in all the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, it's or maybe it's not Mormons. Maybe it's a different religion. Oh, Orthodox Jews? Wait, yeah, no, that's it. No, this is this Snopes, man. This is a Snopes thing. It's saying false. Do you know that's where people? <laughs> you know that's where people start on clotheslines, which is uh, what's it called? Uh, snow blowing, or no, that's not it. Snow blowing something. What else. are you talking about? Uh, the the panty sniffers is the mo of a serial killer. They start off by sneaking in backyards, mm. sniffing, stealing undies, and then they eventually break in, steal stuff, and then they move from that. Because what mm. I was saying is, um, a, a, t- a lady from my school caught an old man in the toilets peering through, oh, trying to do his own porn up. And then I was trying to, we're trying to work Did out with a porn <laughs> he's got his own Pornhub. <laughs> he goes, they go, what are you doing? And he's going, I'm doing Pornhub. Old school love. <laughs> but dude, dude, he um, he ran off, which is always the bad sign. If, but then I was wondering, like, how do you know he doesn't just have Alzheimer's and go like, it's getting bad. I was just sitting in the toilets. This woman was yelling, come back here, you sicko. He said, I didn't know where I was. I banged my head. I'm not going out ever again. Like, you don't know that he was definitely bad. He might have just been an idiot that went into the wrong toilet because people are so quick to accuse. If you're an old guy, you can get away with almost anything by uh, 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 hamming up how old you are and how senile you are, but you can't get away with being a pedo. That's the one thing where they're like, no, no, that's your MO, mate. We've got you dead to right. Dude, and the other thing that gives you away is that you've got a hat on, you're dressed in camouflage, and you're peering through the gap. You've like, got those um, you got those glasses with a fake moustache on them. <laughs> oh, mate, what would you do if you caught him? Because she didn't run after him. I would have got him and tried to get him in my boot. 
I'll, and train him up like a pet, like a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> walk him around. Don't you think? Yeah, I'll take him on a, on a walk as a treat to the local swimming pool and just let him have a sniff of the air or outside oh, the changing rooms. Do you think if you're a... a if you're a pedo long enough, you're at home and you're um you're just pouring chlorine all over the bathroom floor so you can have a wank. <laughs> oh no, man, that's so bad. It's just it's just the memory. You know how like your like olfactory, like your smell triggers memory, so you're just wandering oh, around man. with a bucket of chlorine jacking. Oh, do you know you know what? If you had them, you would have to reward them. It smells like because oh. as you as your you know, pet, you know what would, you know what it smells like. Smells like the Southport Aquatic Centre. <laughs> Mate, I love it because you would have to actually do that um, if you had it as a pet. So he's doing chores and heavy lifting, but occasionally you would have to treat him and yeah. let him have a sniff of some chlorine. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that he got a buzz. Chlorine sniffer, I think, is a great new pedo label. <laughs> Fucking chlorine sniver. Oh, mate, you know what the thing is? I don't know if in everyone naturally links it to swimming pools. They normally all go with the Catholic Church or like. Of course, a- they normally wouldn't. They normally wouldn't. But if you're a pedo, that's like that's inside baseball for pedos. I reckon. I reckon if you're uh, if you're an undercover uh, and you you're doing <laughs> you're working online to track down pedos, chlorine sniffer has got to be a label, a moniker that they are already using. That is so good. And the thing is, it is so true. Public toilets are the dangerous thing. And I never understand why parents just let their kids go in there because it's sort of like the can crusher. Like there's invariably a pedo hidden at the base of that fucking <laughs> the base of that toilet. <laughs> You know what I mean? And yeah. you, you go, oh, it's independent, right up in there, have a wee. I'm like, I would never let my kid go into a public toilet unless I'm in there. Even when I go in with my kids, I'm almost, there's lady walk past with a dog and I almost clip her in the back of the head and go like, keep your distance, you rapist. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. stay the fuck away from my kids. Even when you go in there, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're huddling them close to you and you're saying, fuck off, they're mine, they're mine, leave me alone. <laughs> Dude, I love it so much. Do you know what the thing is? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of a prank show, and I know they date it now, but that's the dream, to go into a toilet and pepper spray like an, an old man or a man. So they come out and go, he's in there. And just that, by the fact they're pepper sprayed would make them look like, like a, a culprit. Do you know, because you run out, if you run out of the toilet, pepper sprayed, people will assume that you're a bad man. And you'll be like, some asshole jumped over the edge and pepper sprayed me. And we're like, what really happened? You stay here while we call the police. So something's happened, don't you think? Man, so you are. Maybe not a good prank show. You asked before, uh, what would you do uh, if you if you caught him? Uh, I would also bundle him into my boot, but then I'd take him to a psychiatrist and try and get him help because he's obviously ha- having a really difficult time. <laughs> would you really? Man, uh, uh, we've, like, yeah, we have spoken about this, but uh, like, uh, they need help, man. And it's, um, it's, this is why there is an abundance of child sexual abuse is because there's no, there's no avenue, uh, there's no road for them to take, you know? What you can't well, do anything. It's just like us in prison, man. You've just uh, got to accept you're going to be in the outer because there's no place for you in this in this world. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? don't say that. That's a horrible. That's a horrible sentiment. If you uh, if you have any sort of unwanted urges, 
um, you should go and get help for them because you, you probably can live a normal life. Mate, but I just think they should go and live in their own community. Like you should have little islands and then they would all be They good. did, man. And what are you I think about? they did that in many ways. By th- that's what the Catholic Church is called. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say um, uh, Saint, uh, Saint, what's the fucking name of it? Uh, Saint, little St. James. Little St. James, yeah, man. Yeah. They had it. They had a. They had a pedo paradise, just like you wanted, Wolfie. And what? And what happened? It still. It still wasn't far enough away. The old. Uh, the old crack of the whip from the boys in blue. <laughs> Don't you think? Like they only had. They only had like the um, older female pedos. Like if you're a true collector, you'd have all of them just to keep people on their toes. Like you should have the Ralph Harris and the whole variety, like Pokemon. You wouldn't want to just. Do you know what I mean? Like you have a buffet and you just serve scrambled eggs. Like you need the whole <laughs> theme park. It's an adult theme park, right? That's that's what it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, a billionaire's oh yeah, theme park. Uh, it was. It was. It was uh, not kid friendly. <laughs> Dude, I was only joking. What the hell? Do you think I support it? Do you think I've been on the island? No, I was never asked. Okay, so <laughs> you never invited. <laughs> you weren't upper echelon I, enough. Even living in Netherlands. Netherlands is, uh, you're not getting invites from Netherlands. You're going you're gonna to move up to, uh, what's that other place? From, from Pepper, Peppermint, Peppermint Street. What's the place that you said was better than Netherlands? It was after Dinner Mint. <laughs> <laughs> After dinner mint. <laughs> One of the most upper echelons. But, dude, I did check the mail and I never got the invite, but I don't know if you... Wait, let's get off this topic. Why do you keep... Always pedos, always with the pedos. Always Me, with the pedos? Water. You brought the pedos up. You're, you're talking about you got there's some mum at school who's, uh, who's feeling up one of your kids or something and an old man looks... No, there's an old man had been peeping, but I... Um, yeah, because that's what the Claremont serial killer started like that. That's why I used him as an example. He used to uh, steal underwear. Which, which, the Claremont, what did you say, Claremont? Claremont serial killer was, yeah, and then he'd steal underwear and socks and stuff. And then I, I, I like to, maybe that's a good idea that, you know, everyone wonders where the sock, Seinfeld's got a bit. Where does that sock go? Yes. Well, a fucking pedophile <laughs> scoping out your house, dickhead. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting profiled by a future serial killer. <laughs> Why that sock always missing? Because a serial killer is fucking stalking you, you dickhead. <laughs> Fuck, man. Imagine if, they, if people started believing that. The sock's missing and then there's panic. They get CCTV and board it all Man, up. it'll become like a, it's a new age boogie monster. It's like, where's the sock going? It's like, oh, Pedo's got it, mate. He's come round your life. Pedo's got it. Um, was anyone in your year bullied as a pedo? Because I think there's so much taboo around it that even, even a, kids know. As a pedo? What do you mean? Well, like I'm saying, like I heard nicknames of like heinous stuff, but I, there was never anyone that uh, was called the pedo, which I thought is such a missed opportunity in bullying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, uh, I did have, when I was 16, um, uh, uh, someone, you know, like, oh, uh, this girl's all right. And I was like, yeah, she's all right. And then they're like, well, she's only 15, mate, you fucking creep. And I'm like, come on. How, even now you should be able to have some perspective in, Dude, in the forest that we're both – 16. I thought she was 16. I don't know. What are you talking about? Dude, the only way to beat a guy like that is double down and go like, he, she was 13 when I fucked her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just go deep. <laughs> he goes, she's 15. I'm like, not when I fucked her. I reckon she was 12 or 11. 
<laughs> and then you just kill him. And he's like, oh, okay, fuck off. Man, I always thought that with, um, uh, with, uh, right. Um, and that debacle he had a few years ago mm. and that woman claiming that he, uh, triggered her. Yeah. Triggered it. And the joke has nothing to do with that, it's which got, is well established. Of course not. It's got absolutely nothing to do with it. It's basically, it's calling himself. A pedo. Or saying that he looks creepy. The reason they laughed is because it was very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, but that wasn't the the reason. It was because he had a fucking altercation with this heckling fuckhead at this show. And then he's, uh, he's, he's on the, wakes up, he's on the Daily Mail. His name's being dragged through the mud. But I I thought that the, the move for that man was to take the, while everyone's hounding him going like, we want an interview, we want an interview. You take the highest uh, profile interview that you can and you're there on the project or on fucking Ky- Kylie, Kyle and Jackie O um, and they're going, what? So they're, they're, they're coming at you hard. They're like, you what? You hate women, mate? And you're like, yeah, you caught me. I hate them. I hate women. And I, this is, I've, you've got me. Dead to rights, I guess. And you just double down. You go, yeah, no, nah, that's right. I hate women. You got you caught me. Yeah, totally. And you deadpan it and you give him nothing. You just lean into it until they go, oh, you, he's obviously taking the piss. And you go, of course I'm taking dude, the piss. I was taking the piss before I'm taking the piss now, fuckhead. Yeah, yeah, totally, dude. You have to, there's only two moves. You either say, yeah, I hate them and I'm a big rape proponent <laughs> and I actually came out to this show to try make it cool again. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what's <laughs> happened in society, but like it's really lost its mojo and it's time to make rape good again or great again, like the Trump thing. Yep. That's the move, double down. Or the other is to play a victim and say, well, look, I would never do that having been molested as a kid. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be. And then you play that victim and then uh, you, you fuck them because you, you burst into tears and go like, it, it sickens me for you to say that after what I dealt with in the commune for those years that I would dare do that. And then the journalist has no experience often with it. Of course And then they have to back the fuck out. I thought was he should have played into it and not gone silent. He should have gone hard at it. In whatever yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. I mean, you know, it's, it's debatable whether that would have been a better move or not, I guess, at the, at the end of the day. Uh, staying silent was probably also a fine option. Um, uh, but it's not, a, it's not a nuclear option. It just depends because uh, then they control the storyline. Yeah, but the news cycle fucks off, you know what I mean? Like the news cycle's gone in a couple of yeah, days. Yeah, look, there is, there is valid to it, but it, 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 because, he, because he didn't get to um, address it, then I think he would have felt more victimised long term because, yeah. you know, it's like if a, bully, if a bully bullies you and then you, people say, just let it, let it go, he can take your lunchbox, but it's so much better to run after him and smack him in the head with a brick. Even if you go to jail, it's just like, it's that, <coughs> that release of going, I stood up for myself. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? To, 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 to stand silent often will eat away at your core, like what happened with me, so an ODAC meeting, like yeah. you just got to go Yes. But you know what the thing is? I like your idea of doubling down. And then you rename your show and it's called Rape O'Clock. And you're like, <laughs> and, and then just do his normal show. But whatever, yeah. man. He, he dealt with it. Well, I don't know why you attacked what he did. He's handled it great <laughs> and gracefully. I just always thought it was a move, you know? I, I agree, dude. I've always talked about it. When, when uh, Warney or anyone gets caught, you never apologise. Alex mm. Williamson should, should have, when they said what happened, he should go, yeah, that's my show now. And they go, did you have a breakdown? He goes, no, that's my comedy now. Either get on board or fuck off. Like, and no one could do yeah. shit. Oh, what's wrong with my artistic expression? It's not acceptable anymore. He goes, it's, it's post, postmodern 
commentary of comedy and society gone wrong or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> some spin on it. Yeah, it's an interactive. It's me reenacting the current political process and the way that they dialogue in um, question time. Do you know what I mean? I like just try and make it have some sort of smart. It's an interactive theatre experience where uh, I punch on with people from the audience. <laughs> the double down always works because if never apologise, never deny. These mm-hmm. are the two uh, <laughs> mantras of Sam Kinison. Never apologise, never deny. <laughs> yep. And then you're bulletproof. They're like, did you have, did you have a gun? And you're like, I had eight guns <laughs> and I murdered the whole room. And they're yeah. going, dude, we heard, we heard he was on cocaine and he was driving. And I was like, cocaine? I was on fucking heroin, cocaine and a lot. And I was, it was a stolen car that I stole from a lower socioeconomic family. Do you know what I mean? It was a people mover. Yeah, become your own unreliable narrator and no one will ever be able to pin anything on you. Well, that's the thing. If you lean into everything, they can't really pin it. I, I find some people throw around shit about me and I play into it. I'm sure there's a lot of... Uh, Anecdotes around me, and uh, none of it's true, but I, I find it funny. So I, I, none of it? I amp it up. None of it? No, but you know, when they go, oh, he's off his head, he's this, I'm like, oh, I am my head. You know, you just do it. It's funny. That's funniest to me. This is what I've done is I've, um, I've gathered up uh, several people, uh, paid actors, to all make allegations against me for various crimes. Um, they're, and they're all, uh, they're all completely baseless. Uh, so now, if anyone accuses me of anything, well, I have this long history of false accusations. Oh, <laughs> it's the only dude, truth. What a maneuver, man! I've become my own patsy. It's a, it's a very, it's a very clever win. Dude, you've just actually worked out my Melbourne Comedy Festival marketing campaign. I'm going to get an actor to me to me from the crowd, and then on the final reveal at the project, we'll stand up and bow and go, "We're both paid actors. Please come along to the show. Don't stop watching network TV. It's a fucking purge. We'll see you there. Support live stand-up comedy. You've been great, Waleed. Love your love what you do up here, son. Over and out. And, well, you know how good that be? You get one day's media, a me too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he's, he urinated on a, on a female's face because she said she, this, it was too loud. He was yelling too loud, so he urinated <laughs> on her purse. He pulled his stick out and urinated on the, t- the front table and just started yelling, this is my art, this is my art, respect me. And then it's all made up and we're like, that's the only way I'll get, ever get on the project. How good will it be? Well, it works both ways, right? Like, it works if uh, if you've got a long history of, of accusations. If you're a Harvey Weinstein, then you, no one's going to believe you. But if you if everyone's been coming at you and gunning you for, gunning at you for years, and there's all these all these yeah. lawsuits, and there's all been disproven, and with with empirical evidence as well, then the next one, oh, that's not going to stick either, mate. You're hydrophobic, not homophobic. You can't be touched. <laughs> Dude, 100%. I'm not homophobic, mate. I'm waterproof. I'm hydrophobic. It doesn't stick. Maybe you can't get me. Dude, dude, it's it's so good. It's like um, one of those, uh, what are those things they do at the end of a show where they shoot confetti, confetti cannons? Yeah, what you do at a crime scene, you go to a hairdresser and just get yeah. DNA samples and then just release it into the scene. And yeah. then there's basically, they've got yeah. to interview 1.8 million people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> that we're all in the venue. And it's just like the database collapses. It's like we spent 1.2 billion investigating all the leads. <laughs> there were fingernails from the fucking 
manicure places. I'm like, there were housewives' fingers. There's horses' fucking hair. I like this cunt has fucking <laughs> trashed it. There's blood samples, semen. But yeah, man, I do like that idea. The ultimate scam is to hire a patsy. Mm-hmm. Hire a patsy, you're high up, and then have them me to you. And then she, you CEO, she goes you a lawsuit. Or he, or he. Have I done it? No, I'm just saying, or he. Don't be so gendered, mate. Or he, he or her. Okay, so you have a, you have a, 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 a scandal. Mm-hmm. Then it's proved. It's minor. You're dismissed with your full salary, like happens to all guys because they're pigs. Yeah. They probably get bonus yeah. on the way out, a golden handshake. And then she gets from Chevron a massive payout. And then you meet. Like in the Shawshank Redemption on the island and that was your girlfriend. <laughs> and you hide her as the secretary and there's CCTV footage and you basically roll the insurance company that pays the pays it out. It's a great move, man. And then, and then you know what you say? They say, well, why are you together now? And you're like, well, during the court case, we, we actually hit it off. But what I did was still wrong. But um, we, yeah, we have we have reconciled our differences, and we've also reconciled our bank accounts, and they're actually doing quite well. Uh, well, that's <laughs> it. What what happened is once she got that big payout, she realised power power corrupt, <laughs> corrupts, and who? How can you blame anyone for grabbing what they want? Hey, if you don't abuse power, then how do you even know you have it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not power unless you exploit it. Future tech is uh, you you get so many clones of yourself that it's impossible to prove that you ever did anything. You know. And you, you, oh well, that's the move. You're on a spree, man. It's it's yeah, it's the ultimate spreading the DNA, um, hiring. Dude, yeah, that is so clever. A million dolly the sheets, and then you just driving past, taking a shit in your Porsche as you see one of your your clones being arrested <laughs> for a crime. You did. Yeah, yeah, you're living it up. You're living it up, doing what you love to do best, taking a shit in your Porsche while you're, while you're oh, speeding do- past your clone being arrested on the motorway. <laughs> And you, think, imagine that. and you think, don't worry, we're coming, we're coming up to a, to a growth corridor soon. I'll be able to fling this shit out at someone's two-bedroom. Yeah, mate, and you know what's so good? You know what's so good? We're, we're coming. What's this? What's this? A row of duplexes? Fling. Dude, this area looks like it's getting gentrified. Perfect for a diarrhea. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. You know what's so good is um, you wouldn't even have to get you getting caught because you just send your drone to the court case and then they put in jail. I love the thought because it's uh, the bureaucrats are so dumb. When you go to prison and you realise there's a hundred of you on the prison yard and no one knows what's happened. They're like, what the fuck? They all look the same in prison and it's just one criminal committing it all. Man, that's amazing. So that's dude, that is amazing. Imagine that, man. Imagine you wind up going to jail and you wander in uh, first day, you're freaked out of your mind, and you walk through the doors and it's just your face, hundreds of your face, and you're like and they're all like, hey! And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And it's like, you were the Patsy man, you were the last Patsy. You're in, mother, it's gonna be it's party time for all of us. And now. They, they all laugh and go, no. We don't know who he is. He's, he's linked with McPhee. He's linked with McPhee. We don't know who no, he is. No, they're all laughing, going, "Mate, did you cake yourself and shit? Oh, you didn't. You didn't put hooks in your ass, did you? You dumb fuck." And you're going, "I thought what? No, I was scared. I didn't know." And you know what's so good about this, dude? 
The drones live the ultimate life because they are living in Gumnut Galley. Galley. Gully. <laughs> Gumnut uh, Galley. You, You've butchered that one. <laughs> no, but I'm saying they're in a utopia with themselves. Yeah, they're in Gumboot Gully. It's beautiful. They're in prison. Food's taken care of. They love everyone because they know everyone. <laughs> so it's, it's heaven. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's look at what uh, what we did this week on the on the old. Okay, portfolio. so IPBs. Um, Surging, so people need to know this. Azure, Azure's up twenty percent today. Fuck, man, Azure is, up. and you know, do you know what else is up twenty percent? Which you're not going to like as much because it wasn't a call. IPB. No, no, this wasn't a call of yours. This was, uh, is almost the anti-call. Uh, but since you mentioned it on the pod, uh, people have been buying up, buying up strategic elements shares, like they're uh, they're about to go off of sale. What's the code again? Give me the code. S O R. Holy shit, dude. Uh, since we talked about it, man, it's gone from 12 and a half to 16 and a half cents. Dude, the, the, the battery, the battery that charges itself of hate, you, human hate. You know, I reckon, <laughs> I reckon that we probably had, uh, we probably had four people who, who listened and they heard about mining the meteors and they were like, that sounds like a great idea. And they jumped on board and they've driven it up accidentally. The thing with these, uh, these highly speculative ones is like, if, Theoretically, it was to work. It is a decent business, right? Of course, yeah. If if anything goes from sixteen cents to sixteen bucks, you're in the money. But no, but the thing, the question is with all these things is, I think if you look at their uh, life cycle of the business, they're still at university. Mm. So, like, you know, when it's just in like Harvard and there's just a guy throwing spitballs into a dunking machine over the dustbin and going like, yeah. "I've got it." Yeah, a battery that charges itself. I'm like. None of it's been verified in any meaningful level or industrialised or, or commercialised. It's just some fuckhead. And then you realise that he's got a battery in his anus that he charges through his uh, wedding band ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not really, uh, it's not being tested. It's so far away from making money as well. It's a dangerous stock. It's not tech. It's just a thought. It's an idea that someone had. Um, but, I mean, fuck, if, if they pull it off... Uh, what a what a manoeuvre. Um, but in the meantime... Well, think about this. We could set up our own listed company and we don't have... We charge off strategic elements, batteries that they have charged. Do you know what I mean? Like if you tap them like a tap card, that oh, could be the business. Man, that's a, that's a great idea. It was we... we uh, our business is that we manufacture... Uh, a plug uh, no we, 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 yeah we manufacture a ca- the cable that goes into someone else's head so you can charge your iPhone <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's what I'm saying so these guys use uh, expensive 20 grand contraption and we found a way to tap it and it, and it transfers into ours all you have to do right is you have to uh, you have to knock the other person with the strategic elements battery on the head and they, they have a little sleep for a bit while we, while they're on the bus or that's even better they're on the bus you get on you see them with the battery sticking out the side of their head and they're they're dozing off because they're charging up and then uh, you, you plug your phone in with our proprietary cable dude <laughs> I like this idea of charging from your head because I'm like, why has no one thought about, one, changing the weather or two, charging humans? I'm like, why do I have to fuck around with eating and sleep for eight hours? Wait, wait, I'm like, I want fast charge. You've, you've skipped over that bit. You've glossed over it. You've glossed over the first thing you said. Did you say changing the weather? Yes. We spoke about that before, seeding weather. Do you mean like a, like a supervillain? Like a supervillain? No, I'm saying because they've already attempted and they do it in Dubai and stuff. They seed the weather to get it to rain once a week. But I'm like, mm. why don't they, as soon as you how? control the weather. Wait, how are they doing this? 
Well, they put Saddam Hussein's semen up into the clouds. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just mean this, this is a supervillain theory. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, they uh, they can seed weather. And what I was saying is, if you think about it, the the way to do it is to change the the currents of the ocean. Do you know what are the the cycles? The the, the tidal flows. Yeah. If you can, if you if you put an engine in the ocean, you could reverse tidal flows. Or whether it is triggered by the ocean tides, you this know what I mean. This is like uh, if you could if you could fucking throw a ro- uh, rope around the moon, <laughs> like what? But with the application for this, of course, if you could throw a rope around well, the moon, well, then you could change everything into uh, inhabitable space and grow. No, a million I, 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 yeah, I know. Not sorry. Not what can you do with it. If it happens, but like, how can you, how? The application doesn't exist. You can't do this. You can't throw a rope around the moon. You get one of those long canes that they used to pull people off stage and you pull the cloud down. <laughs> anyway, looking at the, uh, looking at the charts, Dude. it seems that everything uh, except for WGO now has, has had, a, had a really good run at some Well, point. there's a chance of storms. And you know what I like? Did you, wait, sorry, there's I've a chance of storms. Is this why you brought the weather up? Because we need to change it quickly before the whole fucking rig gets tipped on its head? No, no. What I, what I like about WGO is that you don't know if I didn't strategically pick this just to fucking annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And put you in a... No, WGO is like Gib. Gib, obviously, we had a, a heated call with the MD about his lack of progress. <laughs> and and, and um, WGO... But the thing that I was thinking about WGO is on um, Well 2, they had three hits on the way down. Yeah. And they're not really likely to hit the... The, the main plate or whatever the fuck it's called that they're looking for on this one. But there's no exclusion that they couldn't hit a gas uh, in, the, in this next meterage. Do you know what I mean? So it could happen mm. at any moment. So it's very crazy, the game of chicken that's played here because the, 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 the idea that it's actually at, at the bottom is, is not 100% uh, valid. It, it could easily... I don't know. I haven't looked in enough detail of the modelling, mm-hmm. but there could be uh, anticipated hits throughout it do you know what i mean pockets which would which would be nice because we'd be then uh looking at uh that fomo rush well then and then what we then we got is it's imminent and i think people need to spread that around into the chat forums that look it was hit three times on the way on the first drill hole so like you're very naive to think it's just going to hit directly at the bottom so we're actually in we're in game right now. At any moment, we could get an announcement. We yeah. had one showing through. That should that alone should spike it to thirty five, and then we get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> because it's an annoying stock. It is starting to move a little bit, though. That's what I like. Uh, it's, it's not been a bad week for WGO because uh, it's the last the last month, man. It's been dicking around uh, eighteen and a half cents. And now it is back up to to twenty, which is good. It's good to see a little bit of a trend upwards, and there's a, li- a little bit more of a uh, of a of a cent a buy sentiment. Do you know what it was about? Because they've uh, they've got a pipeline going out there, and other mm-hmm. entities rolling it out, mm-hmm. and it's unlocked it in a way. So that that's why it's got positive sentiment at the moment because. They'll run. They'll run their gas through that. Even if it's small, it does. It does sort of mean there's a level of resistance there. You know, it's a. It's a. Oh, it's dude, hundred percent. And and the thing is, from. it's um. The reality is, W W four and five are are much more certain. 
mm. and uh, it's a viable gas supply. It's gonna it's gonna exist, and I don't know why the big players aren't more concerned about having someone operate off offering cheap gas. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that I don't understand when you're a big player and you're a duopoly and you control it that you don't control supply. I'd say they're probably not that concerned because they keep um, dropping their equipment and uh, employees down the hole. Oh, mate, that could be the problem. But, you know, so WGO's still good. Gibbs good if they can get their man out of the hole or they probably drilled into someone the back of someone's head by accident. Oh, it's a prank. It's a prank. We just wanted to see if there's anything in there. <laughs> with one of those little hand drills, you know, the, the one yeah, with the, yeah, the crank on it. There's a sieve. A sieve. Uh, what are those things? Those fucking wh- whippers? The, the, the thing like that you whip egg cream beater. with? There's an egg beater. An egg beater. There's an egg beater through his ear. <laughs> but, uh, dude, the one that's killing is IPB. Have you checked that? Up 22% today, so keep your fucking recharging battery. Uh, the big impetus here was the directors having not done anything, but it was preordained, right? They had options that they could convert, mm. but they, they exercised options at 3.2, which at that point was higher than the current price. So they decided to rather than let them lapse and buy on market, they exercised it all because they didn't want to trigger, because it's a thinly traded stock, uh, a move. Yeah. But the general idea would be like, you're a rich guy, you got to get private school, you got to pay off uh, that person that's blackmailing you from work that you, <laughs> you, 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 you kept slapping their bum or whatever. And yeah, then Car- Carol caught you uh, down in the, in the bathrooms, at the, down in the changing rooms at the pool, and you had to, you had to pay her off. <laughs> oh, mate, I was just down here just checking if the door needed some fucking CLR. Like, just get it to <laughs> it's like, WD-40. What? CLR? It needed some that's, WD-40. That's Vaseline in your hand, mate. What are you talking about, CLR? I know what you're up to. Oh, mate. Imagine that. That's that's the ultimate for a pedo is to jack off to WD-40. So it's got that <laughs> chemical smell. <laughs> and it also lubes them up. And he goes, it reminds me of the pool. I spray it on me dick. But um, dude, this IBEP, IBA, so they took an entry in it. And the thing, this, this is crazy with this stock, right? Mm-hmm. In 2018 or whatever, they released the modelling of the oil deposit that they got there. Yeah. And... Um, that it valued it at an NPV of $1 billion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> $1 billion. And they released this to Goldman Sachs, I think it was. They did a prezzo. ASX immediately scolded them and said, take it down. So then a, a day, two days later, it's like, we retract that last report, but they kept it up there. So you can actually look it up. And it's um, the modelling of it is NPV of $1 billion. And the market cap, I've got it. Let me just check what the actual market cap is at the moment. But yeah. it's fucking 30 million. No, no, it's 10 million. Jesus $10 million. Christ. So that could be. $10 million. But obviously that's, that's so it's 12 million now. That's pre-farming and that's, but that's the NPV of the project. So they'll probably have to give half of that up. So 500 million mm-hmm. to 10 so say $12 million market cap. That's to, a 15 bag, If everything's mate. successful to 500, like that's, that's all right going. I mean, I, I know that people want better performances for their super, but if we, <laughs> you know, you get a small stake of that, I think you'd be, you wouldn't be cross at the end of the year or the end of five years. No, you'd you? be, I think you'd be all right. I think you'd be all right. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's worth holding on to maybe even just a couple dollars here and there. Do you think you're being angry? With a 15 let, bag. Let me see what happens. So say, so, 
Say you put in so five hundred million market cap. Let's say let's say you've let's say you got a fifty grand super. So say you put five grand in a small little state your super they'd be worth in full fruition $250,000 <laughs> from a five grand invest is that right or is my math's fucking suspicious probably I think no that's, that's right are you sure that's right what's the current yeah. one 10 12 million oh 12 million yeah yeah, yeah. I'm saying like 500 50, that's 500 50, million that's huge realized realized MPV from a 10 mil market cap so yeah. 50 Massive. times five grand yeah yeah, you've you've come out all right, man. That's a good that's a good result. That's fifty that's fifty PlayStation Five deals, man. That's fifty console generations. I, I do believe that the client would be angry and go, "Why is it taking so long? This has been over eighteen months." <laughs> but you know, you you just console them on the phone and say, "Look, we'll get there quicker next time. We've let you down. Uh, there's a free fucking hamper coming through the mail. <laughs> Thank you, hamper, for the patience." Yeah, we have, yeah we've started um uh, we've started signing up uh, the sure thing uh, super applicants. Um, so that's all that's all coming through. But um, we've got to put a disclaimer in, like. Obviously, when they sign up, we, we have a discussion and uh, outside of the comic podcast and uh, talk about actually what happens. So there's a bit more to it than then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get a little you get a little call from Wolfie. He talks about what it's like to be a, to be a broker and uh, what the what the strategy is. And you're you're heavily involved um, in the. Uh, in the, in the whole process. It's a bit like, you know, at kindergarten where the dad comes in and tells the class what he does. So I sit down on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, daddy digs big holes. Daddy's had some issues drilling recently because he dropped men in there and doesn't know what he's doing. Daddy's a driller. You know that fucking whisk that you whip cream with? That's sort of what your daddy uses. I'll hand all one of you those. If and that's where I fucked up. I was gonna say if you are if you are keen, uh, sure thing. Dot money, and uh, you can hit that invest button. What, wa- what are we doing, Wolf? We're, waving, we're waving. Uh, we're waving the the annual fees at the moment. It's a good. It's a good time, mate. It's a good time you get your annual fees waved. We've got fucking- rid of the annual fee. Um, because we don't like we don't like it at the moment. We're just as an incentive. We eat that cost for you. We take that money that would have been uh, that, that those administration fees or some of the administration fees that um, other super funds would be take would be stealing from you, mate. They're, they're nicking from you and they're underperforming. We take that and we pay it out of our own pocket. It's a bit like that analogy that I did earlier. Like, uh, yeah, our pools got a, a lot of pools have fences, but the ocean and open currents don't. So we've removed that fence. That <laughs> so you can get into the water. Well, yeah, exactly. Probably not the best. Yeah, yeah. It's a, look, it, there is a, there is a fence there, but it's very small, and even a, even a even a disabled child with a limp could could get himself over it and throw himself into the creepy crawling. Dude, we've taken down <laughs> we're taking down the pool fence for a temporary moment to let some more people in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get in there. Get in there, you know, and get the cre- get the creepy crawly, and you just you don't have to take don't take them off, but you just pull the speedos down a little bit and let it have a little nibble, let it have a little nibble, and uh, and 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 a little taste, little taste, let it suck you off a little bit. Just, <laughs> just put your hand on it. It's just like holding a pen, isn't it? <laughs> a pen. Well, well, you want to get you want to get your running right, your 
your pen license. Start on this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Why are you bring it back to kids, man? Jesus Christ. Always. This whole episode's been pedos. And yeah. I'm going to well, edit mate. it, man. I'm going to edit it so it sound, sounded like you said all that horrific shit, <laughs> horrible things you said. Well. The promo clip for this one's just going to be you saying. She was 13 when I fucked it. <laughs> well, dude, I must say, because most of my successful mates were molested, so don't look at gift horse in the mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's an opportunity for growth <laughs> and development. <laughs> Leveraging your home, margin personal loans, hedged by put contracts, holding 15 overexposed bad positions, looming threat of liquidation. Oh, maybe that's too much. Maybe take that out. No, that was good, man. That was the best bet. That was a, that was a, that was a good app, man. I think we did all right, despite the fact that you were on the fucking phone for an hour and 20 minutes of it. Dude, I actually like it because it, it gets a, a, it's gonna a, sound gonzo, like shit, a gonzo though, vibe to it. People people hate that. Like from the uh, from the incredible quality, uh, quality of editing and producing that I've been doing to you fucking screaming through a tin can. Oh, they're going to... I'll, I'll be surprised if, uh, if they get through 30% of this episode. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I think they will probably, but it'll be, it'll be a pain for them. They're not going to like it. No, but man, you, you'll actually be surprised because... Um, you'll be surprised. I've done, a, <laughs> I've done it with the phone and the roadcaster, you know, let them run their program on it and they tidy it up. Um. It's still not going to sound good, man. You're talking about going from like these beautiful microphones to it, the problem's not the road. It's not anything except your fucking phone that you're yelling into. The microphone is not as good. There's no way it yeah, is. Yeah, I understand. I understand. But look, I still think we got some. It's it's a fun because it's a mix up of it the episodes. It's nice to have. Do you know, like you upload all your photos. Occasionally, you put a black and white one up because you're <laughs> sick of not getting likes. You just try to look for some <laughs> some hit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All Source right, it up. Let's fucking let's go. See I'm, you later, I'm mate. Let's go. How long? We only did it two hours. Are you kidding, man? We did um, uh, we did two fifty-three. Mate, we've got to really push for that five to six hours. I want to the do it. Idea, you got to come here for that, though. You got to come here, the, and we my, can do my it. dream It'll be so much is. Easier. Uh, I really want I want the pods to match a shift, an eight-hour shift. So it's, <laughs> so it's like you're in work. It's like unprogramming. You, do you know what I mean? Like you do five days a week, eight hours a day, and it's a 40-hour week. <laughs> That's what we have to match, yeah. ideally, with one smoker. <laughs>